I had an intro planned for this. I I, I completely forgot what the intro was going to be. Um, so I mean, I, it, it was going to be. I swear, it was going to be a cool intro. Um, it probably was just going to be another song that I like on top of anime footage. But I mean, I I think that's cool. I li- I like doing that. Um, so I guess I'll just uh, uh, I don't know. I'll just play the usual thing. Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers as well as coarse language. Viewer discretion is advised. Wow, what wasn't that cool? That that was that was that 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 was a great intro. Great good good intro, Mr. Fennekin. Uh you know what else is great? Uh High Dive. High Dive. It's a great place to 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 watch anime. You can watch anime in a bunch of languages like HD and uncensored and uh uh, one thing I really like about High Dive, this actually is not a meme. Um, you, you, I like that they have English dubs and subs available. And something that is really convenient is that if you if you if you load up a video and it like plays the English dub, and you're like, oh no, uh, I'm allergic to English, um, then you can just go down and you change the track for the audio and the subs, and like you, like you could just do that on the page. You don't have to like go around the website looking for it and load up a whole different video so that's that's really convenient uh they have a really practical website design and that that's that's really good so uh you should watch you should watch good anime on high dive if you use the code ra2020 i I remember right it's ra2020 you can get a whole month of high dive for free if you don't want to pay for it because everybody has a everybody makes you pay for everything nowadays everybody has this everybody everything is a subscription service now um except for this podcast but don't 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 get ahead of yourselves don't 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 you know it'll have you know don't 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 but yeah you can use ra2020 and get a month of high dive for free and you can watch anime on high dive for 30 days for free or the url highdive.com slash lp slash ra2020 that's uh that's really good so uh shout out to high dive I, I like high dive i'm a simp for high dive we we simp high dive all my in this house all my homies watch high dive um yeah good um okay bye tuturu mofos welcome back to the ra anime podcast thank you very much for listening to us and we hope you're doing well in this terrible nightmare hellscape that is the world right now we're gonna finish the summer 2020 season with our usual retrospective if you remember back in the beginning of the season or rather at the end of july or beginning of august whenever it was released we watched the first episode of every single anime that came out in summer fortunately for us we are not actually obligated to finish any of those anime so there is a lot that we didn't actually finish so we're just going to talk about whatever we did actually like enough to watch the completion or at least have enough to say about to talk about and uh after that we'll just get on with other stuff that we might have done throughout the season assuming we have time we probably did though uh because was a, a real bloodbath out there this season let me tell you yeah, it was pretty slim pickings let me tell you but uh yeah there was still some decent stuff to talk about worth talking about otherwise we wouldn't do this podcast you know we're, we're here because we care anyway so uh this season we're bringing back the cast from the first impressions first up is sha Hey guys, so uh, B Funky followed me back on Twitter, so 2020 was worth it. Nice. <laughs> 2020 has been saved. Uh, Shaw is once again too powerful for any Twitter. She is ascended. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys. It mm. was all worth it. 
I can't. I still can't wait for her to get the verified check mark so that we can finally cancel her and she'll be destroyed forever. <laughs> cancel me now. I don't want the check mark. <laughs> and uh, not on social media at all. Probably doesn't even know what the hell we're talking about. Sinris. Hi, I am familiar with the check mark. Okay. Are you uh, familiar with B Funky? No, I don't know who B Funky is. We do the. We do make our three by threes on there. Oh, 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 that what they. That website has a Twitter? Yeah. Everyone <laughs> has a Twitter except what are they about? Meanwhile, I'm sitting over here like, wait a minute, you guys use a website. I've been using GIMP the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I've used GIMP before. It was horrible. I would need to be competent with computer programs in order to not have a website that does it for me. Exactly. And that's not the case. <laughs> and uh the now banned from twitter our friend <laughs> f hi i've been recently suspended from twitter but i'm back now it was like so sad it was so sad because normally when i hear suspended i think like a temporary ban not like terminated ban so when i saw that you know you got suspended and then um pretty used the like Kaguya meme of like I was banned, banned from, from Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so funny and fitting. But then I'm like, wait, her account cannot come back. Like this is actually not okay. Yeah. Jack, please. I was actually like IP banned on all my accounts. Everyone I've ever made. And then I had to like pull some hacker magic. Magic shit to bring yeah. it back. Necromancy. Yeah. It's in the season. Tis the season for necromancy. Spooky, spooky Twitter account. Ooh. Spooky. All Twitter accounts are spooky. Very sp Twitter is a very spooky, scary place. Yes. It's not a good place at all. So, I agree. Yeah, let's talk about some of these freaking anime, whatever we have left to talk about. The first one is Decadence. Uh, yeah, The Good Show. <laughs> I'm going to start show. off by saying that uh, I apologize for the first impressions. I did not do a good job of explaining what Decadence is. But in my defense, I will say uh, it's a testament to the show's quality that none of us really knew what this show was, but we all recommended it anyway. Yeah. In yeah. your defense, yeah. Decadence did not do a very good job of explaining what Decadence was. <laughs> yeah, because I appreciate yeah, I mean not until, like the the like human characters and the like little cyborg characters actually start physically interacting with each other i and, thought like, that they were like 11 yeah i thought they were like electronic i did not realize yeah. they existed in like the physical mm. universe i, I thought did... they were like computer yeah. that makes sense i i think it wasn't until the big uh, Omega God all showed up and it fired a laser and then it like hits the spaceship that's above them. And it's like, oh, that they're in an actual, okay, I get what's yeah. going on now. Like it, it took until then for me to fully understand like what was actually, like how that was working. Yeah. I'm not sure if they established that beforehand. Honestly, pretty tough. I, I appreciated you kind of like fumbling the explanation one because i could not have done a better job and two because i said like so much in the past episode that no one could complain about it so you kind of became the scapegoat so i felt bad for you but i was also thankful i'm glad you noticed that because i noticed that oh yeah kill me so bad <laughs> um i speaking of last episode i was screaming the entire time i don't know why i was doing that i'm sorry so that's why i'm gonna talk i'm gonna do try to do my best corpse husband impersonation i like corpse husband now i i was i was scared it would come over as rude because i tried to push a few times so i can't say something <laughs> i'm sorry so i was like oh shit i hope that wasn't rude but yeah decadence was rough 
also was like the only person in the impression who has like watched four episodes at the time so I didn't want to say mm. anything and then the show ended up being meant to me at least oh really I actually yeah. liked it quite a lot um, you know as much grief as I just gave it about being kind of unclear with its premise mm-hmm. I thought that even not fully understanding what was happening I thought that it was really creative um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought I understood better than I did, which is almost as good, because I didn't feel like I didn't understand as I was watching it. Um, uh, you know, it's a an interesting sort of, like, I don't know, twist on the video game isekai sort of deal. Um, mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a cool, it's a very interesting take. I think it's, well, an interesting show. This is a good take. But, I mean, it's, like, a show that... It's such an interesting concept that I'm interested to see what happens, even if I feel like they do get a bit muddled in the explanation of what's going on. Mm -hmm. But it was so much fun just to watch and experience something that felt like such a breath of fresh air, especially in a season that felt like death. I don't know, like not even (laughs) just like the season itself. It's just like such a bad time in the world and such a bad time for anime because, you know, 2020 coronavirus is making everything tougher. So it was kind of nice to have a completely different setting that had that true like adventure vibe to it. Yeah. And one thing I really appreciated was how creatively it used its MMO elements, you know, because a, mm. a lot of the time when it's like enter the game sort of premise, you know, like once they enter the game, the fact that it's a game isn't really relevant. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was super cool when like, you know, Kaburagi gets caught by the system and gets deleted and Mm. then he like gets back into the game by like creating an alt account yeah Yeah. you know like and then there's the the one fight against um against hugin and munin where he basically wins by like double teaming them with his two accounts Mm, yeah yeah that's a way of looking at it too it's kind of like you get the full circle of escaping the system but then getting caught and then overcoming the system which is pretty cool yeah Mm. all the ways they used like logging in and out i thought were really creative yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um the way like it is a very very unique take on the sort of mmo game type of anime and I, i would say that like i'm kind of in the middle between f and sinner's youtube where i don't think this was necessarily mid but i also don't necessarily think it was great either like the thing about it is that i i appreciate it for doing different things but there's nothing that i can latch on to and say like oh this was an amazing thing about decadence like i would recommend it for being something different but there's nothing about it that's like oh this scene was incredible or this character was incredible it's just like i'd agree with that yeah it was just, like, above average on a lot of different things. Like, it had really good animation, had some pretty yeah. good character designs. Um, even, like, the decadence itself, like, I thought it w- looked pretty cool in the way they uh, activated with all the different... Like, when they activate the big super cannon, it has, like, 10,000 different steps to it. I'm like, okay, this is, it's cool that they thought about this. Um, but there's nothing specific about it that's like, yeah, this really stands out as something really good. It's just unique and different which is still like definitely it gets some brownie points for that at the very least yeah i i would definitely say that it is a slightly above average show with like slightly above average execution 
in all ways that's elevated a little bit by like a creative premise and mm-hmm. then like a good use of that premise in further creative ways. I'll put it this way. It's a great seasonal. It's a decent show otherwise. Like, yes. well, I recommend yeah, this right. show to people over other shows that would I recommend this to people like, you know, in general over other things that I think are better? No. If they were watching a seasonal and they wanted to get a taste of what was good in 2020, I'd recommend it. But unless mm-hmm. there's some kind of like, yeah, like unless there's some kind of, you know, condition with it, you know, maybe like a good one season, one core like action, action adventure show, then like that's the only criteria in which I'd recommend it. Otherwise, like you're not going to die from not watching this show. Mm-hmm. It's also cool to see it um, as an expansion of the portfolio of Yuzuru Tachikawa, who, you know, did Mob Psycho and Death Parade. And it's like, you know, it's cool that he's on a different show and is doing something different. And this is also Studio Nut, who has almost exclusively done Yojo Senki up to this point. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's cool that these creators are doing something totally different. Yeah. And it is an original anime, which is kind of cool, because I know a lot of people love seeing original anime pro- products just in general. So it's a nice production under that you know, criteria. Mm-hmm. I do think it's good, but you know, it's more of a seasonal than a, sh- a must watch show. I'd recommend people. Yeah. Yeah. F what about you? You said you were more yes, about please. this. So what, what, what are your complaints <laughs> yeah, about it? Yeah, go ahead. So I, I agree that the show was very ambitious, but for me, it felt like it really crushed under its own ambitions. Hmm. For one, it didn't really commit to a lot of its apparently plot. And otherwise, a lot of things are really predictable and kind of cliche, like the main guy and the main girl eventually fighting and splitting up, and then they come back together, and he gets stepped yeah, in the sure. by the bad guy who looks like he's straight from Kaiba. <laughs> um, yeah. The show was kind of kaiba we, we do love Kaiba, though. Oh, I was thinking, like, Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh! Because me and Sinra said I do like Kaiba the, like, the, show, the, the Yuasa like, show, Kaiba. Yeah. Show. <laughs> no, but, like, Seto Kaiba. Yeah, all yeah, the cyborgs did look like they were straight up Kaiba. Kaiba. Yeah. Uh, the Sicha the was also super not good. Uh, the last episodes with the Omega God all were like, yeah. Yeah. The deeper animation was really good. Mm-hmm. That's something I noticed. Uh, I think the theme of the show was like corporations bad, but I also felt like the the whole like in episode two it pans out. It's like add with this is the decadence on this Earth planet. It's like looks poisoned. We never really find out what the fuck happened there on this planet for this to happen. And I thought I was like, hmm, where's this world building they going? Like no. a, an exposition drop about like climate change or something. <laughs> yeah, they did, but it wasn't like something deep or anything. That was right. kind of disappointing. So yeah. it was kind of like just a spreading watch for me. I, I, I got really pissed. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I was episode eight and I was like, what the fuck is this show about? And I finished and I was like, well, that was something. That was a show. The, the last scene of the show, it's like her grown up and she looks in the distance and then he appears very obviously it's him and then he just cuts off before we see his face and I literally punched my keyboard when it happened. <laughs> oh yeah, I can like feel this scene. You know, you just feel that you feel the like cliche ness that I've seen this before. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of it had me like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I feel that. Was it? Did someone else also think like the commander who like operated the decadence hammer kind of looked like he could have been from Gurren Lagann? Because I felt like that way. 
Mm-hmm. I don't I, remember what they looked like well enough to. It looked like a Gurren Lagann character. Yeah, I don't even remember honestly. Oh, yeah. I find I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I I, th- I I mentioned this even after in the the impressions episode, even after having just seen a single episode of the show. Um, and my opinion on this did not change from watching more. It really felt like they were trying to channel like the Gurren Lagann like studio trigger energy throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, and they definitely did not quite pull that off, but I think yeah. they did like a reasonable impression. Yeah, I can, I can agree with that. I think it has some similar vibes to that. And it's definitely high energy at different parts. Um, I like the production most part, but there's sometimes like lens flares that made no fucking sense. I was like, where does the light come from in this lens flare? It made no yeah. sense. <laughs> I'll admit I don't have an attention the, the eye for detail like that. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I didn't it. notice. Yeah, like I just recently finished it. I'm like, yeah, I think so. I think I just remember the one part standing out that bothered me is I think they spent so much time trying to do world building that a lot of the like side characters fell short, which was mostly fine because we really didn't need to give a shit. But then they have that one episode of like the main character going around trying to find supplies to fix the hole in the wall. And oh yeah, that one... was definitely a weak episode. Yeah, and, like, her friend is, like, well, I didn't want you to save people. I just wanted you to be my friend. And it's, like, bitch, shut the fuck up. We're going to die. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's, It's like, like, that dumb shit of, like, who, what's their, like, there has to be a name or type of character for, like, these punk-ass bitches who put their feelings (laughs) before the survival of everyone. It was was it? We have a name for this. It was such a cliche interaction too. Like, of course, the friend would be like, "I can't believe you're doing the dream you've been dreaming about and not yeah. memeing around with me." And like, "What is fuck this? I know nothing about you. I don't care about your internal conflict. Yeah, you're nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I want to go shopping. Like, sorry, we want to survive because there's a hole in the wall and we have monsters <laughs> running around that can just kill us. Like they almost did ten minutes ago. Like, cry me a river. We got shit to do. Well, this is kind of the, the purple heart girl at the start that kind of looked like she's going to be a bully was also completely irrelevant to the whole thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. She was just like, she was basically just a background character, but like extremely over-designed for a background character. Yeah. I mean, actually designed too. That sucks. And those are like small issues, so it's not a big deal, but it's like, you know, anything more than 10 minutes of screen time to this, and I really just don't care. Mm-hmm. so yeah i true. did really like all the side characters that like kabaragi was interacting oh, yeah. with in like the prison and everything oh yeah they're um, bros. i thought that they were they were bros uh i think they were pretty well developed at least in terms of like having strong personalities mm-hmm. yeah i like the yeah, one-eyed girl she has the same voice as susie from little witch academia yep she was good we yeah. stand that voice whenever that kind of voice yeah. shows up in a show that's always the best that, character that is very much like a trigger sci-fi character yeah yep we feel. Also, yeah. like the OST was like super weird. Like I didn't notice it most of the time when I tried to pay the attention. I was like, "Wow, this is really generic and kind of just doesn't fit the scene." Hmm. Should have gotten some Kevin Penkin for this one. Yeah, just to get <laughs> Pe- Kevin Penkin to do every or get Hiroyuki Sawano to do a show like this. Yeah, uh, I just think of that because the the combat is very much like Attack on Titan with it their. It would have been pretty epic, yeah. I did like the the few scenes we got of the combat were pretty good, where they were like yeah. flying around on their wires and shit. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty cool. I was also I was a fan of um, the villain. I thought that he was just like. <sighs> You know that kind of thing where a character like doesn't 
100% like fit into the style of the show that they're in and it just makes you like kind of uncomfortable whenever they show up yeah, yeah. Very long nose. he kind of looks flip flappers ish you know he I, I guess yeah he did i didn't think of that some but flip flappers vibes he did have some flip flappers flappers but like the I scene <laughs> the scene where um kaburagi and the main girl whose name is escaping me are um they're like raiding the like gattle production facility and he shows up and i think it might be the first time no it's not the first time that we see him in like like human body form mm-hmm. it's um, the second time because we saw him take down kaburabi yeah the first time kaburabi. but he he yeah. shows up there and then he just like like moves straight through space without like any regard for like the the physics of moving within like the the ghetto bubbles as had been established and it's like i, I found that to be like actually like very jarring to see mm-hmm. and likewise the girl who doesn't know anything about you know, how he's a cyborg and, like, part of the game police and everything is like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, how did he just do that? I thought that was executed really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was all right. I gave it I gave it a six, personally. I gave it a seven. I think it's a very, like, mid to low seven for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it a five. Yeah, I'm a seven. Seven. Seasonal seven. <laughs> Mm-hmm. anime of the season it's a fucking seven well well <laughs> i do think we have a better anime of the season contender later on we oh is it this, we'll see is we'll, it this we'll, next we'll one it. oh okay no. uh well <laughs> unrelated to that uh the next anime on the list is doku hentai h arrows okay so i kind of <laughs> okay so i kind of betrayed this one and like didn't finish it which wow. is kind of but I'm not going to leave you guys empty-handed because okay. I know one person who did finish it. So I just said, oh. like, hey, how'd it turn out? So I will read their thoughts and <laughs> pretend I, they're my opinion. This is? Um, it just... Uh, I don't know if is you that, know is that, is, that, is this confidential information? Am I not allowed to know? No, it's not. A, no, I don't think anyone's that ashamed about this show. I think it's just, like... Uh, do you know, like, Saiyan on Twitter? It's just someone Saiyan. on Twitter. I do. Oh, you know no. him, yeah. I yeah, so he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's got a Shiro avatar because everyone has Shiro avatars right now. I guess it's National Shiro Day. I don't know. That's not my culture. It is actually a thing. Yeah, so I've seen like 50 people with Shiro avatars. Like, I I don't know. I saw the dawn of it, yes. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's just, it's it's a thing. Um, so I was like, yo, how'd it turn out? And they said it was a really fun series, absurd, but enjoyable. Unironically, I enjoyed it more than Origaru season three. Well, so no, is that really that high of a she can admit that because that shit was a fucking snore fest. I'm excited <laughs> to hear about that. But uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for that. That's why I'm here. But yeah, he said it, you know, it was kind of the stuff I raved about in the first episode, like the main characters of refreshing the main girl has a good reason for being a sundere and it's like just ridiculous but fun so um i'll stop betraying at some point and actually catch up and have a follow-up comment on if i think it's still good or not instead of betraying in true 2020 fashion all right (laughs) um does she get any less horny i don't think i don't think she does i think she stays i think she remains fate stay horny Thank God. <laughs> Did Otherwise, she gain the ability to control her horniness at all? 
I'd hope so. I hope she would use it to control her powers, since I think that's like where their superpowers come from. All right. Yeah. That's all I have to ask about. I will report back. (laughs) Yeah. We have positive vibes. Cool. What a great show. (laughs) Yeah. What a great season. Yeah. Great season. Speaking of. Speaking of, we want to uh, – none of us watch this, um, but we, don't, we think this is very <laughs> fascinating. We would like to um, take this time to congratulate Gibby 8 on being the first anime to ever have a 4.0 average on my anime list. Hey, let's go. <laughs> so that's very, a 2020 yeah. show. Very happy That's for actually you. an accomplishment because in the anime community, you always have that one guy who's like – I didn't think it was that bad, even though it was always that bad. Like, no matter (laughs) how bad the show is, you got one defender who's out there singing its praises either because, like, they finished it so they feel they have to or, you know, they just have no standards and or or just too nice. They're honestly too nice. So, like, even for the most, like, one out of ten shows, you always have that one guy who's like, it's not that bad. It's like a six out of 10. The opening was kind of okay. You know, this one girl's cute. They fought once. It was not that bad. And then that's like, no, no one is there for the show. Yeah. Like even that guy is not here. So. I mean, in its slight mild defense, like when we, we all watched the first episode, did we get the impression that this would be the literal worst anime ever? No, I even defended it a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think we were all just like, yeah, it's bad, but it's not, like, offensively terrible, I suppose. It's not even the worst I've seen. If you had told me after I watched the first episode that it was going to be the lowest rated anime in the history of Mal, I would not have been surprised. In in hindsight, it's like, okay, that that tracks, yeah. But, But if you had told me at the beginning of the season to guess which of the shows from this season would have been, <laughs> would become the lowest rated of all time. I mm. probably wouldn't have picked this one. Mm. I might have, yeah. but probably it, it's in the running. It's, it's, it's up there. Um, but it's, it's, it's fascinating to me that not only is this the lowest anime rated anime on Mal, but it's significantly lower than everything. Like I've, I, I I'm fascinated by stats. I've been kind of following this a little bit. And I think for a Same. while, Glass Lip was the lowest rated anime at 5.55, lowest full length anime at least. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think it was dethroned in like 2016 by some shit. And then in 2017, there was The Reflection, which I actually did watch. That was like a. It, it was. It's actually kind of similar to Gibby 8, where it's like, oh, look at these creators we have attached to this show. Because The Reflection was. It, it was labeled as an anime, like a Marvel superhero anime written by stan lee oh that one yeah yeah i I don't know (laughs) i'm pretty sure what actually happened is stan lee like wrote the concept of the story down and just gave it to someone like that it was not good um right that was that was actually like one thing where i'm like we were talking about earlier where it's like okay it wasn't necessarily that bad um but i think that was the lowest rated anime for a bit and then it went to that was like like 5.3 and then the very next season, we got King's Game, which was 5.1. Oh, that's shit. <laughs> Great anime, King's Game, fucking masterpiece. <laughs> so, I was going to say, I thought, didn't you like King's Game? King's Game is, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, but also it sucks. <laughs> I yes, gave but it not a one. because it was good. Got yeah. it. I, I gave it a one, so Mons probably gave it a high 9, 10. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Moz show. Um, and then... What happened after that? Um, oh, wait. Actually, that was 
that actually, believe it or not, wasn't the lowest rated anime. This very same season, this show called Dynamic Chord came out, and there was like a, a Sakuga Buru article that I read about it. It was pretty fascinating. That was 4.67, so that was the first one to break the five barrier or whatever. Okay. And then I think it was last year we got another one that went a little bit below. I forgot what it was. It was like some show that no one watched. Um, but yeah, but now we're at Gibby 8 at an even 4.0. Pretty impressive that it's a solid 4. Yeah. That's, that's I'm really good. astounding. It I'm glad anime beats out itself every year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like this has to be the lowest it goes. Like, like, how is it possible? Like, well, what will happen to, to get so lower? But like, what will come yeah. out in the future? Like, I'm scared to think about what could possibly come out that everyone will think is even worse than this. What's astounding to me is that it's an even for the most common score that people have given it on Mal is a four. Twenty one percent of of uh, people who watched it gave it a four. I wouldn't have even guessed that 2,400 people on Mal used the four score. <laughs> <laughs> that is the joke, right? You know, seven out of 10 is usually the average. Um... Yeah. You know, what is unfortunate though, is I was wrong. There are 192 people who gave it a 10. So that guy who will defend the show is still out there. No, I think I'm when sure you see a show like trolling. this, yeah, when you see a show like this, that's like, as soon as it was pointed out that this is the lowest rated anime of all time on Mal, people came on to give it a 10. Yeah, it's kind of like true. the people who who make accounts to give Full Metal Alchemist a, a 1. Right. Yeah. It's like, no one actually thinks this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. You know, 138 people gave it a 9. I think those are the ones you want those to speak might, those to. Are they the might have liked it. Um, I would like to... Yeah like to have an interview with them. Just have, They're going to show up in our comments section. Like, okay, hmm, why, they're going to show up in our this? comment section and be like, hey guys, it was not that bad. And it's going to, it, they're going to say it word for word because it's not actually, no one has another phrase. It's not like, hey, I actually like the show. It's guys, it's not that bad. And once you have to say it's not that bad, it already is that bad. Guys, it gets better later. Don't worry about it. The first episode <laughs> might have been Someone's going to say that. And it's like, I know y'all dropped it at episode one. Episode two is where it gets good though. If that happens, you have to screenshot it and send it to me in DMs so I can have a good laugh at it. <laughs> We're, it's definitely happening. But yeah, cheers to Jibiate, the most 2020 anime. Beautiful. Yeah, of all time. Yep. Congratulations. Very proud of you. Uh, you deserve it. So uh, let's talk. Oh, Speaking I was of deserving say, the I was about to say, barrel. let's talk about some good shows now, but no, next we have Front to Girlfriend. Oh, boy. Has um, anyone completed this besides me? No, but I have a snarky comment. Um, so I, I feel like... <laughs> no, I haven't watched it, but I do have a snarky comment. I do, I do God, not... I, love you. <laughs> I, do, I, love, I love you too. I don't have, you know, educated thoughts, but I do have sass. And, you know, I think Rent-A-Girlfriend is kind of like that thing that you like ironically that you then start liking unironically and then it, you kind of like get a moment of self-reflection and you're like what am i doing it's kind of like the well i'm not going to compare it to the jersey shore because that's better than rent a girlfriend but you know it's kind of like that same thing where you don't take it seriously and then it becomes huge and then you're like wait what happened because rent a girlfriend the manga has over six million sa- volumes in sales like it's outsold uh. b stars and i feel like 
I think we've gone far enough. I think we got to stop. Like, we just kind of got to stop as a society with the rent-a-girlfriend shit. Like, it was kind of cute at first, but I also saw an article from Crunchyroll that was like, why... I was just going to mention that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, you uh, mentioned it. Okay, so I just saw Crunchyroll write an article on how rent-a-girlfriend is like, the best rom-com in recent years in the opening segment that don't even mention Kaoya at all. I do really like <laughs> Tay's comment on it where he said, you guys lost the license of Kaguya, so now you have to sync to this. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that's it. Like, that's actually yeah. why they're saying that is because they want more people to watch Rent-A-Girlfriend. Hmm. But that's why we all have to have the self-control to just say, this is enough. This is it. I, I read the review, yeah. I read the article, and I hated it, and I hated it so much. It's like, we gotta stop, we gotta, you know, readjust, Kaguya just came out, we're, we're okay, we don't need this, we are, we have self-respect, we can go on with our lives. <laughs> That's like the most, like, dumbass fucking speech of, like, trying to be inspirational and love yourself, but it's really just Rent-A-Girlfriend, like, who cares? If you like it, I don't care. If you love yourself, <laughs> please do not watch Rent-A-Girlfriend. Or you could Funnily do the, and... you could at least do the Sinris method and just watch the first episode, because Sinris, you were, like, totally, you, you completely nailed yeah, this. Watch the first, the first episode, episode and good. then don't watch the, the rest of the show. The first episode is good, yeah. Yeah, watch yeah. it as, like, a one-episode OVA, because I'm with you on that. I support that. And then as soon as he says, like, I guess I'll never see her again, turn it off. Because yep. <laughs> the last scene of the episode just, like, ruins the whole thing. Exactly. And we're going to have the people. Oh, no, go I ahead. will say it's pretty funny. Uh, on Mal, this has a 7.37, which is a pretty good score. You know, that that's, like, that's like average seasonal. That is an average. I would say it's like seven point five is average seasonal. For at least, sure. like, when, you, when you're at the top of the chart and a lot of people are watching it. Okay, actually, I would say enough. it's actually pretty low for something so popular. Yeah. I would say something so popular, which should be a 7.5. What well, what's what is funny Nisekoi? about it is that despite that... 7.5? It's guess. higher than Nisekoi. It's higher no. than Nisekoi. Do we support that? Because <laughs> no, no, I no. don't support that. No, no, Nisekoi no, no, is 7.67. No, wait, 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 wait. This is not high, is it? Wow, 7.67? No, no, no. no this is the Nisekoi podcast. I love this. 7.37. We, we're yes. stats podcast now. Yeah, it's not higher than Isakoi. Everything is fine. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it is higher than Isakoi. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, are we okay with that? Are we no, okay? It's not. With... <laughs> no, it's, it's not, Jeff. Oh, it's not higher. No, 7.6 no, no. is Nisekoi. And this is 7.3. Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys said 7.5. No, oh, no. I was saying uh, I said... seasonal should yeah. have oh. a 7.5. Oh, yeah, excuse me. I apologize for the confusion. No, I ruined this, this episode. Is, this is really the podcast episode that this season deserves. Shaw can't pronounce normal words. Now she can't pronounce normal numbers. <laughs> They're all just like mixed up in my head. Whoops. But the the most popular review of the show uh, is a review that gave it a two. Oh, and it begins gosh. with, if there is one anime character this year that I want to punch, one character that I want to throw off a bridge, or one character that I simply want to say, you're pathetic to their face. It would be Kazuya Kinoshida. That's funny because that's how I feel about this reviewer at Lumao. Oh, <laughs> I, I just looked oh, at him. Yeah, I don't like him. Oh, I don't like him. Oh, oh, review shade being thrown. I love it. Malreview drama. I love that. I love that you guys recognize reviewers. Oh yeah, because we reviews every every all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty yeah, impressive. Every anime. Uh, yeah, I I strongly considered actually like finishing this you know when we pushed the episode back i've got a, i've got a little extra time to like squeeze one more thing in i was like i 
I could watch Rent a Girlfriend purely so that I can be angry at it, you know, <laughs> and like do just do you know like a Senko san on this show, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Uh, and then I, I was about to start doing that, and I was like, you know, life sucks right now. And <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to make it worse for myself. Yeah, you practice self love. Because so, uh, the show. I did something Sorry. else instead. <laughs> yeah. No, go ahead. I, I like in impressions. I went into the show thinking I would come up with like a four. I didn't expect a two. Uh I should have maybe. What do you think makes it oh, a yeah. two instead of a four? Because some people might be like, "Oh, that's harsh," or you know, whatever. But you know, you use the full one to ten scale, so giving something a two and not a four definitely means something to you. Mm, yeah, doing stuff. So first of all, Gaza <laughs> is literally an incel. <laughs> and something all these positive reviews or articles talk about are like, oh, he de- develops over the time of the show, but he doesn't. In fact, he actually gets enabled in his toxicity, which I wrote in my review, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, because like uh, starts off with, like, scolding him, right? But that stops happening halfway through the show. Um, and then other things happen that just con- constantly enable his behavior. Like his other end of girlfriend shows up and they run into each other and she flashes her panties and there's this whole uh. scene and I'm just rolling my eyes against the back of my head <laughs> and everything. Uh, and the heart rate goes up and there's this whole aspect story about her heart rate shoved into the ED. Yes, into the ED, not the episode. Um, and... Then she decides on that fact that the heart rate went up because she has a heart condition. This is not further explored whatsoever. Oh. That she now is in love with him. Yes, that's oh, okay. the reasoning. Wow, I have a heart condition. That means I'm in love with him. Okay, she's also underage. She's like 16. Where, where no. everyone's like 19 plus. No. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, we don't need that. Assuming it's <laughs> uh, and it gets worse. <laughs> and then it's like... So, so she's into him, but he's not into her because now he's in love with Shizuru. Um, and she meets her meets his grandma. The grandma is literally in love with Shizuru too. She says this. She says, I am in love with Shizuru. So it's like the it's confession not... type no, love, not like, oh, I want her as my granddaughter. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the... I, no. She said like, she said, like, I can't believe this sack of bones could fall in love with like a college girl or something and it's like oh what is this what am i watching hmm. um in like in episode f- in an early episode like kazuya goes all his way to stalk chizuru the entire day because he sees her with like another dude who and just ends up being a professional actor and she wants to get into acting that's why she hung out with him it's all this real weird shit and the show is like shot like an edgy but it isn't like constant boob ass leg shots and the show just looks ugly as fuck with the backgrounds if anyone has seen the background screenshots i don't think i with... have <laughs> oh no do i have them still I have to show you now <laughs> <laughs> but they're like the all the outlines are shaky as fuck and oh my god and something i haven't seen in a while in a show is when there's like you know the show looks kind of eye candy it's like a close-up and everyone looks pretty right with the eyes too mm-hmm. but the moment there's like a wide shot like it's zoomed out all the proportions are off mm-hmm. it looks awful especially to the relation to the backgrounds 
I was just losing my whole the whole my fucking mind the whole time I watched the show. The backgrounds weren't good. The music was misplaced. It was like Tetris music sometimes. Like <laughs> Tetris. Nice. Like video game music, and I was like, "What is this, gamers?" Remember gamers? That was a rom com a few years ago. Yeah, oh, what else can I say? Uh, yeah, but nobody yeah. in any review mentioned anything about the artwork, so just had to write one <laughs> because this is this is not okay that nobody mentions this at all. The yeah, the it's art just an begins incel and ends. show. Don't watch it; it sucks. But F, you're forgetting about the best part about this main character, and it's that one time he planted a fucking flower. Oh my god. <laughs> so I watched five episodes of this. At first I was enjoying this show, and then it kind of became into like, it's stupid, but it's enjoyably stupid, and then it just got fucking stupid, and I'm like, alright, I'm fucking done. The, the, when, we, when we got to the part where um che- the main character's grandma was fondling uh, Chizuru, I'm like, okay, this, oh, show, is, this show is actually oh. bad Yeah, now. that sounds like the time to pack it up. Okay, so... <laughs> um. <sighs> How how's this go? Okay, so there's, of course, the whole conflict about Kazuya and Chizuru. Like they're, you know, they they say they're dating in front of everybody, but then at some point when all of it, the whole gang's together, all of his friends are together, and and everybody, and then he's just like, actually, me and Chizuru are thinking about breaking up. Like we're not this relationship isn't really working, and it's like, okay, cool, conflict dissolved right there, fine. Um, so one of Kazuya's fucking dumb shit friends. He like pulls Chizuru aside and he's like, "Hey, let me tell you about let me tell you about this story one time. One time, this one time Kazuya planted a flower and he worked really hard on keep taking care of this flower even though no one else gave a shit and he was and and it turned out to be like a really cool flower. So basically that means that even though I like I don't know understand your relationship, I don't know what's going on, but like you you clearly just don't see the the best parts about Kazia even though you've been dating for a month and you should theoretically know this person by now, but he planted a flower one time. So like don't break up with him. And that's like her. It's basically, and that's like the reason for their relationship to continue. That's why this is particularly bad because it's like, like, have you ever felt bad for a main for a character just for existing? Like, I think Chizuru <laughs> is a good girl, and it's like I look at her and I'm like, you don't deserve this. You deserve to be in a good show. But at, 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 at the bottom at, of my heart, I agree. <laughs> but after a while, it's like she continues to get strung along by everything. Like it's it's one thing that she got strung along by her grandma, by Kazuya's grandma. And it's like, well, I don't, I like your grandma, and I don't want her to be upset, so I'll pretend to date you for a little bit. But then it's like when this guy gives her some fucking bullshit sob story about Kazuya, like she still goes along with it, and it's like. You are allowed to stand up for yourself and say no. You are allowed. You should have your own agency. You don't have to do this. That's why uh, it just totally ruins everything. Even this one character who I thought was good, it was was ruined. The most interesting thing about the show, I thought in the beginning, was the whole conflict with his ex girlfriend, Mammy. Um, that just like gets totally dissolved without any any like like. That same character who who told the story about the flower, it's like he read the entire script ahead of time. So he just is just like, hey, I know that you're fucking around with everybody. and You're trying to ruin everything. So stop that. And that's the end of that conflict. And I don't know if anything happens with her ever again, but she was by far the most interesting thing about the show. And then she just gets tossed to the wayside. 
And possibly uh, yeah. my least favorite thing to come across in anime is exactly what you just just described about how like when a female character like exerts some agency to decide and like express that they're not into the main character and then events conspire against them to like mm. force them to act completely out of character and decide actually they do love them after all. I, I have like a thing to call these things. I call them victim of the narrative. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I That's love that. exactly yeah. it. It's like She's the show is trying so hard to play on how relatable the main character is for being shit that they don't actually give you a good reason as to why the main girl would want to have a relationship with him. And it's like at yeah. some point you kind of have to make your own character have redeeming qualities so we can say like, yeah, they deserve a relationship. Yeah, that sums it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I will say, um, I at least got far enough to see the best scene of the entire show, which justifies watching it up to at least five episodes. And it's that. Okay. So after this, the, the, there's the beach episode, you know, where all that, the, all that stuff takes place. And afterwards, all right. So Kazuya gets a text from someone or whatever. He gets a picture of his ex-girlfriend in wearing her hot stars and stripes bikini. And he's like, all right. All right, it's it's time, ladies and gentlemen. They start playing this fucking hype ass music, like this fucking epic, fucking rock based montage music. And he gets out the tissues, and he fucking starts going in. They fucking show all this. They don't pull any punches. They start fucking. They fuck. He starts fucking jacking it to this girl. Her fucking, this fucking hot ass fucking titties, and you get to see him in his dream image. You get to see him pinning down this girl and fucking going at her, and he's fucking jacking. It, he's jacking it, and as this is happening, you see clips of Chizuru, all the wonderful experiences he's had with Chizuru, and how nice of a person she is, and how much he's helped him, and how you know she is like a really nice person who does good things or whatever. And then he fucking finishes, and then at the end, he's like, "I'm in love with Chizuru now." That's how he reve- That's how it's revealed that he has what? feelings for this girl. That is the <laughs> the revelation of. Uh, him having feelings for the main girl. It's the most amazing thing I've ever fucking seen. I almost respect that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of in the respect here. Like, that's pretty dank. It's a uh, fitting within the themes of the show, as the tissues have been foreshadowed. <laughs> I also, yeah, good job, that good, sounds like a show. Good read. The show made me awkward <laughs> as fuck. That sounds like a scene that in, like, a more tasteful show could actually, like... Like, if that was in Tatami Galaxy. Good. Yeah, right. I could see like, that with Johnny. Like, that could be a Tatami Galaxy scene. Yeah. Can't believe I can't find the screenshot, man. Um, I have an issue that <laughs> Mammy still has more favorites than Chizuru on Mal. I mean... <laughs> She's like probably more interesting, but I still kind of have beef with this. It's actually that's that's actually really fascinating because even though she has more, so many favorites, there's also like this collective, um, total fucking lambasting of this character where like I just see everyone just like yeah fuck this girl like just absolutely like fuck- the opening. Yeah. Oh. The opening where they edit her part of the opening with a trash can <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I at least saw oh, I, I saw this video of the guy dancing to he, he starts dancing along with Cheese Root, but then when Mammy's part in the OP shows up, he just like punches his screen and then like runs it over <laughs> with a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I'm going to send some backgrounds in the chat now, so have fun with them. Alright. Oh, I'll I'll All put right. those on screen. <laughs> 
Um, Beautiful artwork. Yeah. But I think for me, every time it like checks off, it feels like a torture method for me because I'm being punished for paying attention. <laughs> oh yeah, this is stupid. Wow, this is amazing. I said they can't find the legendary shot, and my mind suspended, so I can't. This girl's really it. cute, though. This was this is the girl that's into Kazuya. The girl with the bow. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ruka. Yeah, that's a cute design. The fuck? Yeah, she's a cute design. I don't like the other girl's design. I, probably the sixteen-year-old. Uh, I don't know. No, Ruka's the sixteen-year-old. Oh, you mean the redhead one? The redhead. Yeah, I hate her design. <gasps> what did she do to you? No, I look at it and my eyes don't like it. What? What? Past it's like, trauma. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's like my eyes are like I reject this. She looks better in the manga. Give like, her like. Super eyebrows. That's oh, probably wow. why She's the probably... manga is popular because the the cute waifus. Yeah, I oh, kind of wow. stopped. I kind of like have started tuning out of to manga sales because, like, after seeing the absolute dominance of Kimetsu no Yaiba on the charts, I'm like, nothing, nothing makes sense anymore. So I don't care. Yeah, but that's a bit more deserved than this. Kimetsu no Yaiba is good. I mean, it's and it... I don't and I hate shonen. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like, you know, I mean. Do I actually hate that this show is successful? Not really. I think that's kind of cool. And I know some people out there probably really enjoy it and find it a breath of fresh air. So that's kind of fine for them. And I, that's kind of cool. You know, if people like it, I'm glad it's successful. Congrats on the season two. Yeah. Um, I'll just... Congrats yeah. on the biggest opening weekend in the history of... No, I meant for Rent-A-Girlfriend. I'm genuinely oh, happy uh, about it. Well, Yaiba no, is I'm getting a second season anyway, so... Yeah, no, I'm genuinely happy out. about Demon Slayer. I think that's actually really cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, th- different thing. This is like, I don't like it, but I'm happy for you, Handshake. The other one's like, Demon Slayer, let's change the industry, get more money in, let's go, good job, you know. Got it, got it, got it, okay. Feel more bro about I that. I misunderstood. Yes, I No, that was agree. my confusion, but yeah. Pogs to Demon Slayer. Get that bag, UFO table. Um, just remember <laughs> pay, to pay your, your taxes, taxes this time. Pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Also, for the record, I don't hate Shonen. I just think there are a lot of really bad ones. That's fair. No, you got it. No, good ones are the, really good. Stick with the intense, like, no. Yeah. Shonen <laughs> bad. We got to have extreme opinions. Yes. I did a saw for a tweet from a Japanese TV station. It said Kimetsu no season two is production, but I've seen no other news whatsoever about it. Hmm. So I yeah. don't know if I can remake it. I believe it. We're probably going to remake Demon Slayer a million times with those sales. Like, that's oh, unbelievable yeah. Yeah. sales. Like remake it once a year just to just for the sake of it. Literally just remake the first season right now. Yep. Kimetsu no How Yaiba. about each studio you, takes you a chance? Just, Kimetsu no Yaiba could be like the Skyrim of anime where they just release the same thing over and over again. <laughs> it could be like the Assassin's Creed. Do you know there's like twenty three Assassin's Creed games out? God. There's that many. Yeah, there's a I guess shit I'm not ton. Surprised. It's weird. Yeah, there's <laughs> so many. When did I yeah. stop? I don't even remember. I don't either. Fuck. I haven't I... played since Ezio. I... Anyway, oh, shall we move you on? on yeah. so that was a that was a nice thorough discussion about Rent a Girlfriend, despite one person watching it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, um, but I think we won't have as much to say about this one. This is Lapis Relights. Yeah, was this the the Otomegi? No, I think this is the Iron one. Or is this the Witch School? This is the Witch, witch School. school. Um, none of them wear okay. witch hats, so this is a bad anime. <laughs> How many negative points does it get for that? I, I um a lot. 
<laughs> it's not even a witch show. <laughs> no, I gave it a four. Um, although, at least at the very least, like I, mo I usually wouldn't have completed this anime in a normal setting. Um, and maybe I shouldn't have anyway, just even if in this shortened season. But I don't know. It was like. I don't know. It was almost like the definition of I hate using this fucking term though, but turn your brain off sort of thing. It's just mm -hmm. like uh, there, there are some kind of cute girls who have colorful hair, and that's all I need, I guess. Um, that's fair. It, it, yeah, that's the impression it gave off. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like it was actually almost good in a way where it's like kind of like what I was saying about decadence. It's that it doesn't do a lot. Like, like well, this show in particular, it does a lot of things. And it doesn't really necessarily do anything bad, but it doesn't necessarily do anything great either. It's just, like, kind of all right in lots of different ways. Like, I kind of like the setting. I kind of like the character designs. I kind of like some of the characters themselves. I remember there being some kind of decently funny moments in here. Um, there was, like, a, a an episode with this uh, magical dodgeball sport that was, like, kind of fun. Um, so oh, we stand like magical sports. Yeah, Those are always good. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Um, it was just that overall, nothing was like outstanding about it. And I think the only reason why I it started dropping for me at the is because at the very end, <laughs> believe it or not, one of the most interesting things I thought about the show in the beginning is that um, there is this group aspect to it where everyone like you, you form groups in this school and in, like basically you get graded on various things. And by the end of some point, like at the end of the semester, if you have a failing grade, then everyone in the group gets expelled. Uh, that's kind of mm -hmm. dope. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, spoiler alert for Lapis Relights. I'm sure everyone really cares. But that actually happens to them <laughs> at some point in the season, kind of late into oh, the really? season. Yeah, there was like a, a sort of weird, like they do this idle performance that's supposed that to try and get a lot of points, but they like, because they do a really weird version of it, they kind of technically mess up in some strange way, so they end up getting expelled. And it's like, all right, that's interesting. Believe it or not, I think the show gets a lot worse after that point, probably just because it becomes more of just like a straight-faced, um, almost like a straight-faced drama where not a lot is going on. It's just kind of straight plot at this point. And I think I liked the show more when it was just doing a bunch of various things. So... Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. it. That makes sense. That's kind of cool. It's willing to take risks and actually have them fail, though. It's mm. kind of dope. Yeah, I respect that. Sure. Yeah. Um, if this is, turns out to be, like, a really big popular franchise, then I am fine with that. Nice. Okay. Okay. Good. No one else watched this? No. No. Okay. I'm sorry, not. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Understandable. Have a good day. I I definitely had it pegged for probably one of the better shows of the season, but yeah, you know, not good enough for me to care. I guess the, considering that I only finished like five shows, and yeah, I guess this was one of the better shows of the season. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, now we actually get to talk about another one of the shows that's worth talking about. Yes. One of the good. The Misfit of Demon King Academy. So, so this show. Like this. I. Yes. So I, this show was running as like a quintessential five for me for most of the runtime. And then at like the end of the second to last episode, there is actually like a really sick twist um, that made me respect it a lot more. And it's like a strong six now for me. Ooh. Nice. So, so relatively pretty good. 
definitely one of the better shows of the season. Um, are you able to reveal the twist or is that information too sensitive to let the masses know? <laughs> uh, sure, I will reveal the twist. Um, so like the the premise of the show, right, is that the main character is the reincarnated form of like this ancient demon king from 2000 years ago. Um, and like the entire society that they live in is based on like waiting for him to come back to life. Um, but as is revealed in the second episode um, in over the course of like the 2000 years since he was last alive, like his, his name got like passed down wrong through history. So he, he's not like recognized as the demon King now. Um, mm -hmm. And then as a little bit more time goes on and he explores the world a little more, it's revealed that the, it's not just that like his name was, recorded wrong or like misremembered it's that someone else has like altered the historical records uh in order to like pose as the demon king and like erase the real one from history um so it sets up a, a kind of interesting mystery like the the like seven demon emperors who were like his servants 2000 years ago and are immortal so they're still around all like had their memories of 2000 years ago erased so they're serving the wrong guy now and he has to like slowly one by one like defeat them and like win them back over to like recognizing him as the real demon king and everything um meanwhile we're interspersed with like flashbacks of 2000 years ago um, and like other figures in like the war where he was defeated um, and different characters in the modern era are also reincarnations of different people from the past and everything. So uh, one of the characters who's introduced a little ways into the show is like the only other male character in the show. His name is Lei. Um, and we are initially led to believe that Lei is the reincarnation of the main characters like servant from his previous life who was like a great sword master and everything um however in the second to last episode it is revealed that this fake demon lord um is actually lay in disguise and not only that but that lay is actually the reincarnation of the human hero who killed him two thousand years ago cool, uh, actually and it, it is pretty cool. And Lei, I actually think, is, like, one of the standout characters of the season. Wow. Um, yeah, he's, like, again, he's not extraordinary, but he's a pretty good character. And I really like the way the show treats him. Like, something that was unexpected about um, about the whole show is that, you know, it doesn't actually really have any harem elements, despite mostly just being the main character surrounded by tons of girls. Uh, um, I don't know about that necessarily. Well, they, he's got like the fan club, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> mm -hmm. but like the fan club doesn't matter. And yeah. the show like never lingers on them. They never make a thing out of like all of the fangirls being super into him or anything. Like they're there, but it's clearly not what the show cares about. Um, and in fact, the only like romantic subplot is between Lei and one of the girls in the fan club. Yeah. Um, so has setting him up to actually like be the betrayer who we've been like trying to figure out the identity of for the entire show 
actually took me like 100% by surprise, which is especially impressive because they do like seed that possibility earlier in the show. It is well foreshadowed. So you, you're um, telling me it's a better reveal than a Reese. Yes, absolutely, 100% a better <laughs> So this show is better than Erased. This show is better yes, than this show Erased. Is, I have oh, no hesitation saying that this show is better than Erased. Absolutely <laughs> not. Speaking of Erased, uh, there's an Erased-like show in this season. <laughs> which we get to later. Oh, I don't, yeah. I think? I don't know. I have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll be a um, big prop just. <laughs> yeah. Um... I hate that you make me want to watch this show now. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> it's a, it's actually a pretty decent a show. Good show. Well, like, now I'm going to go out of my way to watch this show because you made it sound good. And I'm sure it's actually good. But then it's like, but then what? Well, we <laughs> now, but then what is the end goal? Like, yeah, I'll see a good anime, but at what cost? <laughs> uh, at the cost that you will see something that feels complete at the end of the show. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Doesn't sound like too high of a cost, though. I'm willing to make it happen. I it's mean, like what... something because usually these demon lord, whatever elements, they have gone forever, but this one feels like it's it's done. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it had it's a surprisingly dope. conclusive final episode, and they had like usually they immediately announce the second season of shows like this, like they did for Hami Fura. And is Cautious Hero getting a second season? I forgot about that. What uh, show? Cautious Hero. Maybe not. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, this one does seem like it's it's over. So that's cool. Why not, why not just mention something? Uh, the twist I kind of saw coming since he was introduced because I just guessed it. Hmm. But I still oh, Okay. Because I saw him coming. I'm like, oh, he's going to be the reincarnation of the hero. And I was right. Well, they like. Imagine perfect foresight. Yeah. In, in the F. They. Well, they. It tricks you because in the episode where Leia is introduced, they started out with a flashback to 2000 years ago where like one of the, where like the demon King servant is like, before I die, like grant me a wish that I can be reincarnated in the future. And he's like, yeah, sure. That sounds good. And then that guy just like never actually shows up in the future. Yeah. But that's, so that uh, they get yeah, you with I the red herring. Huh. I have like a few uh, ideas. I, I was just begging for the show to not make him a girl on reincarnation. And he wasn't. So oh, was like, yeah, and he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. And um, I just really liked how the whole thing was just kind of bromantic, shown in the whole show. Like, well, the yeah. looks bad. Like, he fights something. He's like, you're not even strong enough as the hero from 2000 years ago. And then fucks him up and talks yeah. about how great the hero is. And it was very nice. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. This show is surprisingly, it's like weirdly wholesome. I think it is. Yeah, I think so it's too. it's, it's like, really wholesome. It's like an um a, a darker take on reincarnated as a slime because that show is about oh. Rimuru like kind of establishing his power and controlling everything and being like, all right, I'm gonna rule everything and it's gonna be my world and uh, in this world everyone's gonna get along and they're gonna be my friend that's what that's what we're gonna do in this one he kind of um it's kind of like the same thing where he you know asserts his dominance but he's like actually just like nice to the people who follow like anytime he needs to anytime he needs to actually fight someone and you know show how scary op he is it's when someone else is talking shit so he's like yeah um don't do that anymore 
I'm the real <laughs> Demon King. Fuck you. Listen, say what you will about the Demon King and his atrocities, but the man cares about family values. Exactly. <laughs> it sounds kind of like one of those cases of like an over underdog where like they're actually overpowered, but they're kind of the underdog in the situation. And I think those are always really fun. I don't, he's definitely yeah. never the underdog in any situation. Like we're talking yeah. about a show yeah. where he kills a god in episode four and then like two episodes <laughs> and then it's two episodes later is like, yes, I've only been at 10% of my old power this whole time, but and now I have it all back. When when this one guy uh, escaped to like the time realm and borrowed the powers of the time god and yeah. they were like in a different space and all the visuals went crazy and then he was about to leave because he was losing he just cut his legs off so he couldn't leave he was like holy shit yeah he actually did that so cool it's um, very bold like people just get stabbed and it's bloody and everything and then holy shit yeah it has a good sense of humor too like i really like his his like sense of sass yeah, uh, and he's always like, there's smiling. A, there's a bit in like the second or third episode that stands out to me when someone is like, you know, doing the like typical anime protagonist where they're like, "Shine, die," and he's like, "No, that's a hard pass." Can we make that like a soundbite? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so funny. Um, this this anime, ha- if we finally have an answer, or I forgot how to how to put this, but um, basically in this anime, people do not die when they are killed. Actually, <laughs> yes. he even like says like, that he's the like signature move is to like kill someone and then just like instantly bring them back to life to shit talk them. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of love this. Um, Damn it, I'm watching this show. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah, um, one of my favorite lines was when, was when like someone supposedly kills him, and then he comes back to life, and he's like, "Did you really think killing me would make me die, Lamau?" <laughs> <laughs> like he does that multiple times in the entire series. It's like, "Oh, do you think that erasing my entire existence would be enough to kill me, Lamau?" Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's show. Like- um, I love this main character. I, I actually honestly kind of liked all the characters in this. I thought they were all yeah, good. me too. I, yeah, I enjoyed them a lot. I, think I agree. One of the better ones in the genre, so I don't like regret it all having watched it. So I know a show can be good in this mm. in this way. Oh, and I'll, uh, speaking of uh, the sort of harem aspects that we were talking about, I like probably my favorite part in the whole series was when. Um, He's fighting this academy and the sort of top, like, I don't really know what was going on, but like the top student has like this spirit bomb power where he collects the energy of all everyone around him who believes in him. And he's like, yeah, I've got like the power of two million people at right, right here. And I'm going to destroy you with it. And then (laughs) Anos Voldy Goat is like, bitch, I have a fan club and they're going to fucking sing for me. Oh, okay, yeah. The, the, the fan club singing was not good. <laughs> no, I, no, I loved it. It was the best thing ever. I thought it was amazing. I definitely just tuned out whenever he was like, <laughs> fan club, idol power up attack. It was awesome. I loved it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this was good. I gave it a seven. It's a decent seven. I also gave it a seven. I gave, gave it a six. Exact same score. That's fair. But a six for me is a seven for you. Exactly. <laughs> it has been known. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's good. Finally, finally, nice to have a, one, one of these in this genre that I like. One of the, yeah. I'm, not, I'm usually not keen on these Demon King anime anymore, but this one was good. I don't know what it is about, like, the, like, the phrase Demon King that anime is so horny for. I don't know. 
the the evil power and the opinions. That's yeah. rude. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's just like, ooh, uh, Demon King. That means he's the antagonist, but he's the main character. Ooh, edgy. Yeah. All right. But this one is doing yeah, it right. Much. It's like yep. being a beater, but, you know, you're a demon king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that was an SAO reference. I'm sorry. Um, I, oh, I, I thought Moz was just like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of fuck off, here's the god of high school. I actually kind of like this one, too. Oh, did, you have did to. You? Okay. Yeah, um, I this did. Is, this is not F culture at all. Fight, is... fight, fight, fight. Just this like the show, a... <laughs> I don't know, Explain like... <laughs> I thought it was fun. I thought it had, like, a good fight animation, good choreography. I finished it. I'm never going to think about it again once we're done recording this podcast. <laughs> but... You better not. You know, like, I don't necessarily need to. I thought it was fine. And it goes it goes full journey to the west at the end. Which, I don't consider uh, something which is always a big plus for me. Good action choreography when you can't even see the the punches hit the target they're aiming at. Yeah. That was a big part of it. Or like, you know, this series having zero substance and everything being rushed to death. Yeah, I, I it was like insanely rushed. Um, which I believe, but you also could have just told me that like it had a kind of shitty plot, and I would be like, yeah, that explains it. <laughs> I mean, I think that too, that it's just why not default. both? Yeah, I mean, right from the bottom of my heart, it has a shitty plot, even if it hadn't been rushed. I don't know. I think it had like kind of fun characters. I think it had like pretty good fights, uh, and. That's all it really needed. That's what they all say. <laughs> they just keep coming, and now we have this. I definitely didn't see anything in it to be, like, upset about. Aside from the one episode where, like, the one female character is like, get I'm married? going to get married now. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Yeah, that episode was very bad. But aside from that, that's the, that's the only one that I was definitely just like, all right, this sucks i i think it was cool because i only didn't drop it immediately because the score was an eight or more so i was like hate watching it and i'm glad that as a community we reached a 7.2 on it Jesus. For I, you see an yes it had it was an eight wow at like episode one two three and then it just okay well it definitely down. shouldn't be an eight <laughs> Yeah, but now um, it's a seven point two, and I'm glad, and I'm proud of everyone who did this. <laughs> you achieved our dreams. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like mildly cool, so I gave it a six. I will not try to kill you for this. <laughs> Has anyone else seen it? No, I dropped it after two episodes. I will like defend it in a I way where I didn't think anything was like particularly bad about it i just got no real enjoyment out of it because it just seemed like it was just like i felt like i could get the same amount of appreciation by going on sakagaboru and just watching a bunch of clips from there I, yeah, you're but, probably right yeah that kind of feels like the vibe like you'd probably just watch an amv like see the clips set to an amv and be like yeah i've seen the show it's good like the Close one enough. the one thing i've seen from this um beyond the first two episodes is i saw the calligraphy fight 
and it's like the okay, fight is really cool. It's like okay, this is like a, a I don't this is like an interesting idea. I, I, I appreciate this. Would I have enjoyed it more if I watched the show itself? I doubt it. Yeah, I mean you're you're definitely not on the wrong track. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I thought the characters were like surprisingly fine. Uh, yeah. You know they. I watched the whole thing in one day, like without ever wanting to die. So that's got to say nice. something. I feel like that might be the way to go about it. Just like get a yeah. straight yeah. adrenaline rush. Right. Yeah. I feel, I can you know, see that. And like people say that it was super rushed, but I feel like if it went any slower, I would have, I would have hated it. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I just liked being sure that I could like start the next episode and within five minutes I would be watching a cool fight. You know, I think yeah. that's why that that's like the most um, that, that that's like the reason why I've seen people praise this is that like it's just straight nonstop balls to the wall chaos. And that's fun. Yeah, you can so almost respect it. that. Well, I mean, you can respect that. It kind of feels like a show that sets the bar low, so it can't really like go that high, but it can't really go that low either. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, like the power system doesn't make any sense, but they never like try to give it rules. So that's yeah. not something that bothered me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it was really ambitious enough to do anything wrong. <laughs> yeah, I could. Which see... is why I can't understand why anybody would be like upset about the show. I could see giving it anywhere between like a four and a six. Yeah. Really? My God. These <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't like this show. One. You can't like these webtoons. They're so bad. Haha. <laughs> Punch Ew. go Man, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> No, if I understand, I mean, you know, you know how it be. Sometimes it do be that way. Sometimes it be like that. But somehow noblesse is even worse. <laughs> no, okay, we can hate them because they might have tangentially been responsible for that one Haikyuu episode looking bad. So that one's on my shit list. Fuck you. <laughs> I've not seen it, but I will blame them for it and I will get angry. But. You're allowed to because it looks bad. I'm really surprised it's by production and by how awful it looks. It's boring. We'll never forgive them ever again. Well, I will never forgive the Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, did you guys have anything else on God of High School? Nope. 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 Only contempt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, well. All right, so that was a uh, that was actually it for the new anime that came out, the non sequels at the very least. Um, going to have a bit of a section for a couple of anime that were originally airing in spring and then got delayed by the coronavirus and finished in uh, summer instead. So the one that I saw, <clears throat> sorry, out of all of these is Apari Ranman. <laughs> Thank you. All right, all right, guys, Apari Ranman. I got this fucking sick idea for a show all right you want to hear it all right let's hear it all right yeah. mm-hmm. it's like um i think it's 1920s yeah uh wait late 19th century whatever who fucking cares uh and it's going to be about a trans america race with all these weird kind of steampunk sort of cars mm. or something mm. hmm Okay, I'm listening. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, it's going to be about a samurai revenge story and also a Native American revenge story and also um, 
Uh, also, it's going to have like uh, some cowboy shootouts and a train heist and all these sorts of things. So basically what I'm saying is that my problem with – I think I figured out the problem with PA Works because like I feel like PA Works is a studio that we want to like because they give a shit about their animators. They do a good job. They, they, they care about the quality of their stuff and they do lots of originals. They're an interesting studio, but they just can't – I would agree with all that. They – you do or you don't? Uh, no, I do agree with all that. Okay, fair. Uh but the problem is they just fill their shows with so much crap. Like, they can't just make an original anime about one specific thing. Like, I saw this show, and it's like, all right, weird cars racing across America. That sounds fine. And if that's what the show was, it probably would have been fine. But that's not really what it is. In fact, this show has so many things going on that it's like you get to where they're actually racing, and then it's like five minutes later, they bring in another plot element that completely stops the race and they have to do something else instead it's like they it's like the anime is so it's literally a racing anime where it does everything in its power to not have racing in it it's kind of amazing and it's like this is consistent with so many of pa works shows where you get like i don't really know what the hell sakura quest was supposed to be about um that also had a lot of stuff going on they did this other show called kurumukuro which i believe was like an alien invasion, but it also had these mechs mecha anime, and it also right? had yeah. samurais and it was also a high school anime and it was like so many different things. Uh, they did Haruchika, which was literally if you take Hibike Euphonium and just make it Hyoka instead, it's literally a concert band, but they do mysteries instead. I don't know why. Um, it's like all their stuff just has so many unnecessary things to it. And now let's hold on though, because they've also done some pretty good shows in the past. Sure. Like Shirabako is good. That's fine. Yeah. But it's like, they also, it, it's like, but Shirabako was six years ago at this point. It's like, it's, it feels like it's been forever since PA works has really done a great series that, you know, gives us a reason to have good faith in them. Um, I would I argue prob- that uh, the eccentric family, um, which was only three years ago, was a really good show. This, they did the eccentric family. Yeah, they've also done I a lot of shows that. with Mario Kata, like when they did Nagiyasa, Hanasaku Iroha. Those shows are like pretty well liked. Also but, old. Yeah, they're old, but I mean, they've had they've had their bangers in the past. But in the past, right. sure, but in like the current day, they just make a lot of stuff, and none of it. Technically, sticks. everything is the past at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> technically, um, it's all come and go. But yeah, I mean, I think he got a good point. I know Fate has kind of beef with them, and he kind of views them as the. I don't know why he Kyo-Ani. hates PA work so much, honestly. He's, yeah. It's pretty funny. I mean, he's got he's got his reasons. I know he, he just, really you know, hates Sakura Quest, but I don't know why. I think he I, just thought it was boring. Yeah, there are a lot of PA work I shows that that some boring. people, especially Tay, hate. <laughs> that I think are like kind of nice um you know i put soccer quest in there i think I'd put um, six yeah i put that one about yeah, the the witch who gets sent like back in time and becomes oh, friends with her grandmother you, yeah yeah you know like they're pretty boring shows but they're pleasant and i but enjoy watching them. i think you can hold you know content against boring just as much as bad because sometimes yeah. boring just feels like an absolute waste of time but it sounds like the show Maz is talking about 
is not boring. Yeah, this sounds like a very different sort of problem. Yeah, it's this sounds like, just like misconsensual. I don't necessarily know if it's if if it's boring. It just it's a it's a show that does a lot of things and it doesn't do any of them well. Yeah, basically, and that's sad. So uh, a mess. Yes, it's a mess. That is what I. <laughs> that is a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been feeling like similar with P.A. Brooks for a while, like every time it brings something, I'm like, this is kind of goofy, it makes no sense, and weird, I'm confused. Didn't they make like this one show like lately too with the girl that can't see colors or something? That was yeah, the yeah, one yeah. with yeah. the wizard sent back the in time. Which you get sent back in time. Right, that was also like just so confusing and awkward, I just turned it off and minded my own day, that was so weird. But that's how I've been feeling with that show since four years now. It's kind of depressing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. And with shows shows like, what's it, that one is called? Um, Irozuku. Yeah. Sekai no Ashitakara. Um, you know, it's like definitely a very boring show. But it also has like some some very authentic feeling like heartfelt moments in it that I felt made it worthwhile. And I feel the same way about... Um, soccer request too Hmm. you know like it wasn't the best show ever but it was it wanted to do a very specific thing and it was very passionate about that thing and as a result i appreciate what it was doing um so i I think pa works gets gets more hate than it deserves especially because it's good shows are really really good Uh, I was gonna say, uh... I just checked. You gave Yurozuku a four. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, he must have given it a six or something." <laughs> Did I give it a four? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't even remember. Epic. <laughs> I, don't know, I guess I'm not. All that I remember it from it though now is like a couple scenes that I really liked. So maybe yeah. I should bump that up. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's tough. A lot of shows have those kinds of. You know, it might not. Might overall have not been that good, but it had a few moments that stand out that made it worth so. You know, I mean, uh, like I've been watching seasons since since 2012, so I've watched like Glass Lip come out and I watched and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> it was really like bottom of the barrel from especially a studio considered top class at the point. So I was like, what the fuck? How did they make this? This is like the most boring shit I've seen in my entire life. Inconceivably boring. Yeah. So yeah. I also did like a first impression of a party on Monday was just this is just messy. I'm gonna pass. I actually liked it in the beginning um, because it did this this kind of Soriori opening where it's like, all right, we're gonna get to the main plot of the show, but first we need to establish for like three episodes how exactly we're gonna get there. And I actually thought that was nice because that's when the plot was the most focused. And as Panda called it, it was now this is pod racing the anime. <laughs> oh no! I remember. I don't think uh, PA works is hated in general. They're not, yeah, they're not I think hated. It's, it's um, maybe I just spend just too much time around Tay. Yeah. <laughs> Tay, I think respects them. He just thinks he's just on the opposite end, where he's heard a lot of hot takes of people saying PA works is better than Kyoto Animation, which I think the majority of people would not agree with. But when you're yeah, in like a that's, small that's community, a super mud take. Yeah, like, and it's a super small, you, you know, when you're in small communities with very hot takes people, then you kind of overcompensate for their hot takes by saying, no, not good. So I think it's a Fair mixture enough. of a lot of people still consider Kyoto Animation the best studio, but they also have room in their hearts to respect PA Works, which is mm-hmm. 
generally where it's at, but sometimes it gets skewed depending on who you talk to. So I remember when Sakura Quest came out, a lot of people I knew uh, really loved it and gave it like a 9 upon completion. So that was mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah. Hmm. I, I sometimes forget Pierre-Works exists though, I have to admit. Yeah. yeah, same. I'm not that invested in them as a studio, but respect when they have a good show. Yeah. Also, they bring out like a show every year, not, you know, mm-hmm. just one, <laughs> which is rare in these days. Yeah. Well, that out of the way, the other uh, delayed anime from spring that uh, I think only F watched this, but this was Fugo Keiji Balance Unlimited. Have you guys seen the first episode of this? No. I don't think so. I'm all alone on this hill. Sorry. I, I <laughs> Sorry. forgot what happened. I remember putting this on my plan to watch, and it's still marked as plan to watch on my list, but I don't know. I just didn't watch it. I think I just ran out of time or something. So the show starts with this detective police, what is it called? Like it's some sub-department that do like tinier cases and blah 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 and it's basically about this super rich detective coming to Japan and helping the MC and shit and he has like unlimited money it's just kind of James Bondy and shit um, but the show doesn't really commit to him being able to just to buy everything like it kind of sounds like at the start that because the, it looks like from the framing of the at the end of the first episode that the MC is like I'm going to show you you cannot buy everything with money. And he's like, haha, but I have like all the money. You think that might be the theme of the anime, but it's not for some reason. They don't really commit the whole gimmick. It just so kind of it, it like sets up him having shitloads of money like as the thing and then just like abandons that. Yeah, it's just kind of there. And like all these episodic cases with them doing some random shit that just kind of bad most of the time and then uh-huh. halfway through it like introduces like a revenge plot with the rich man uh his dad allegedly killed his mom and he ran into the room and saw it and then it devolves into this mystery and it kind of hangs this prize in front of our eyes like it's the dad it's actually the dad that killed the mom and like we see him but his eyes is always his face is always covered by shadow and shit sure, and then it classic. turns out it was actually it, it wasn't him and the guy we've been seeing the whole time was like in a mask it was actually his grandmother and then i found <laughs> out it was by the erased director because when the grandma became evil her eyes turned red oh, oh nice <laughs> and then by the end of the show i realized i was tricked into watching erased again and I made so me that's so what you were referencing exactly that's so funny that made me die. Inside. God, the stupid fucking red eyes. I forgot about that, honestly. <laughs> me too. But yeah, it, it's not good. It's not good. It was not good. That's unfortunate. I, I forget. I keep forgetting to ask this, but what did you score it? I gave it a four. Okay. I also gave a Pari Ronmon a four, so that that checks. That tracks. <laughs> we check out. Yeah. Um, okay. So that was it for uh, the non-sequels. So now we're going to get into actual sequels. sequels. Yeah. The first one, uh, which is still ongoing, 
is Fire Force. Second season right. Fire Force. So let me tell you guys, nobody is more surprised than I am how much I'm enjoying this season of Fire Force. Really? Huh. Um, you know, I thought the first season of Fire Force was like strictly fine. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, maybe a little bit less than fine. Sure. I think this season of Fire Force has like patched up all of the things that I didn't like about it. Really? Um, yeah. You know, like the the like most annoying characters aren't getting any screen time. Thank God. Um, yeah, <laughs> like the cool and interesting characters are getting more screen time. Ooh. Like the the antagonists have actually like grown on me a lot i think the white clad might be like some of my favorite villains that i've seen in quite a while um impressive you know like just in terms of like their aesthetic you know like none of them are like exceptional characters by any means but like you know like Karan, who's like the like the huge black guy who like wears the bandana over his eyes and just like shouts monosyllabic things every time he like does anything and then explosions happen it's like watching him every time he has a fight scene is just like such a joy because he's so nuts um you know there's there's like a a sheer like primal joy in seeing a huge guy shout walk and then he takes a step and the entire ground explodes you know yeah it's just cool it's just straight cool been pretty dope shit yeah um the the plot is like pretty predictable but also like plays to themes that i'm a sucker for which is like half-baked religious themes um and yeah i don't know that i don't really have much else to say about it just that i'm really enjoying it and i didn't really expect myself to that's, that's really cool to hear because it's one of those shows that has a lot of interesting aspects like the concept world building the powers and especially the aesthetic and a lot of the sakuga mm-hmm. has been really impressive but it always kind of had a disconnect between all of those elements and you have the ongoing like what's her name tamaki with yeah like that fan service which is just enough which is just intrusive enough i should say to yeah. kind of make you feel uninterested in continuing but, you know, yeah. if all of those elements came together, I could see it being definitely one of the strongest aesthetic shows in recent times. Tamaki's too- screen time is way down. Thank God. And it doesn't, it's, doesn't completely solve the problem, but we will take it. We'll take exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge sucker for fire powers in general. Like, you know, when the, you watch the shows when you're growing up and you're like, oh, what's your favorite element? Mine was always fire. Even uh-huh. though my, like, horoscope is not fire so kind of sucks but whatever so i always like that so i always want to like fire shows so I'm what is your horoscope <laughs> what is your horoscope fire <laughs> but you know how they are like you have uh, the yeah, different... all the horoscopes have elements yeah they all have elements so i don't know I'm anything like... about this honestly oh i have to <laughs> I, just... I will give you guys the full rundown my, mo- okay. my mom was horoscope like, oh, podcast <laughs> soon horoscope <laughs> podcast where i read your horoscope and be like your moon is in behind saturn or something why I do was, we need Western oh, I horoscopes when we have a Japanese horoscope? That's true. Or, sorry, which, the, gotta, the Chinese horoscope. Yeah. Which has given us the greatest anime of all time, Juni Tyson. Yes. Want my fire Juni Tyson horoscope. Yeah. But yeah, so I love fire stuff, so I'm going to get back to that. 
yeah, I would I would recommend picking it up, especially because like Shy, you are like generally speaking a fan of Shonen. Yeah, you know? um, I'm that basic I think bitch. You are that basic bitch, uh, <laughs> and if you like Shonen, I think the Shonen is worth watching. Nice. I'm glad that this is the kind of anime that got 48 episodes. Like this works for a long running Shonen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I haven't uh, seen this yet. I've only seen two episodes, uh, but I, I, I like Fire Force, or at least I want to like Fire Force. So hope I, I, I will get on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What I have seen, what I have seen a sequel of, is the second season, first part of ReZero, which was <laughs> very unfortunately cut short. Like this, like you, it definitely was supposed to be 25 episodes. Um, yep. They just kind of end the season out of nowhere, and it's very unfortunate. But oh, yeah, that's sad. But but what's there loved? So yay, I am having fun. Uh, Sean, interested? You watch this? Nope. Oh, no, I will catch I up. I watched the first episode. Um, this is another one of those things. I was like, oh, I could watch this, and then I was like, no, I'm going to be nice to myself. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I always just take like. I'd be like, Sinris, I'll take your opinion on this one. Um, I, do think, <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be like actually a pretty good season based on what I've seen posted around. So I'm kind of excited to get to it. But yeah, I'm, I was saving it up to binge it because I didn't want to watch it weekly. So I'm you know, excited to get it. This season probably would work on a binge because it's just <laughs> one straight continuous arc and they throw so much at you within these 13 episodes that it's like... Again, like we really need the last twelve episodes right now. Um, yeah, you, there's a lot of moving that. pieces. You're mm. like, hmm, what does this mean? Yeah, and I think in general, I mean, I can't speak from experience. I will rewatch to confirm, but I think I would have definitely enjoyed ReZero a lot more if I binged it instead of watched it watching it weekly over like two seasons. Hmm. So I'm gonna try you and do so? that. With I'm curious one. what makes you say that. I think it's a show that is very like. I don't know. It's kind of a thriller. So I think it's really cool to like watch thrillers as much as you can. Like binging them in succession is really fun. And I think the pacing is actually pretty good. So I could have seen myself maintaining emotional attachment to everything more if I watched it in one sitting instead of over the course of like four months. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I will will for sure to rewatch it anyway. So yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I think. I would definitely prefer to binge this and I think I'll have more fun with it, but hmm. looks pretty interesting. Looks like we got some cool galaxy brain, brain plays. I don't know. We'll find out, but I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah. It's yeah. I, um, when this first started, um, I watched like the first three or four episodes at first and then I fell behind and then caught up with it. Like when it was over. Um, and at first I wasn't, enjoying it too much and it was like kind of worrying me because i i really loved the first season and i was so excited to see this the second season so when the first couple episodes happened and i wasn't super into it i'm like oh god like am i like really jaded or do i is re-zero like actually not good i don't know but then (laughs) then as the season goes along it gets into some like it, it finally starts to bring back like okay this is why i love this season this is why i love this series and really has some uh some dope shit in it yeah it takes like a little while to get kicking but then it kicks in really good Mm -hmm. 
Um, I have a question. How do you say the white-haired enchilada's name? Echidna. Echidna? Echidna. Okay, I was close. So, oh, I said um, enchilada. I'm calling her enchilada. You okay. can call her enchilada. We'll, we'll allow it. I yeah, feel like it's enough. close. It rounds up. So, um, she looks really cool. And I heard Maya Sakamoto did like one of her cool sing- scenes in like one take, which is pretty expected of the goat. Like, oh, it's Maya Sakamoto. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. dope shit. We stand. Um, light <laughs> eyelashes that match light hair are bad. And the design is bad. I will never stand for light blonde or white eyelashes that are like very prominent in the design. And I don't like it. I'm like mixed on her design. A horrible take. I I, know. Here's the thing. I really like the aesthetic of her design and I like what they were going for. I don't think she looks good in the show itself. Yeah, I'm looking at the light novel one. It looks good. The yeah. light novel design is good. Her in the show looks cursed. Like, I think she, it might it just be bad. because I think it might be because of the backdrop she's on, where with she's in the you know hilarious and original Windows XP backdrop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> so it's like this very bright background that she's overlaid on, and it's like it like her as a character. Her design is so bright that I like can barely see her face. Yeah, and she's really bright. Not... That's true. And this is not a ReZero only take. I feel the exact same way about the new Legend of the Galactic Hero um, Reinhard yeah. design. Yeah, oh, that's so true. Those yeah. blonde eyelashes make me want to die. Like, I don't care. Make them brown. I know it doesn't match, and it would make sense consistency. It looks bad, and it offends me. You, you just said Loelheim should, like, dye his hair. <laughs> dye your eyelashes dye your so eyelashes. I can approve of your design. That's I just those are my notes. Name, but whatever. I'm going to write him I, a note and be like, bro, this ain't it dye them please i really like the white eyelashes and white hair and also that's really bright because it's like really striking and spooky and it makes me scared a little bit well i, I guess i'll agree with that but i mean yeah i mean i'll agree with the spook but like i don't know if it's supposed to be this spooky what i really like are her brown eyes that are really drawn interestingly like the irises yeah. are very interesting I'm like oh that's like a brown that i actually like i don't really like brown eyes otherwise so this yeah. other witch that also has really interesting eyes too. I looked her up just to see another example of her anime design. And when you look her up and like, it's like a fucking porcupine comes up. So without ReZero in the title, it's like a not... fucking porcupine. I didn't know that it was, yeah, that's that's that was a thing knew. until this. So see, this I is why really she should that. be named Enchilada. I'm just saying. Didn't any of... You ever play Sonic? No. No. I'm not well versed in the Sonic verse. Knuckles the Echidna, fam. Oh. Oh, Oh. it all makes sense. They're related. Epic. (laughs) (laughs) But you can also call it Dona. Some people call it Dona too. What? Call her what? Dona. Dona? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do that. We're on a first name. People call her that, like, for a reason. I don't know. I haven't figured out that out yet. Okay. So I, okay. Twitter, I was like, I was like, who the fuck is Donor? Do they mean Kidna? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> lying right now. While we're complaining so my... about uh, Kidna, though, uh, she did have my favorite like moment of any anime this whole season with the 360 degree animation. I love that. That, that, that looked really dope. That looked dope. That looked like the. Uh, was... That's when she does the one take scene. I yes, think. Yes, that's her big grand speech. Big... Um, so what I like. This character, she's the Witch of Greed, and the thing is, she's, like, surprisingly normal. 
she doesn't seem like all that um unique of a character i guess and it's like okay well what exactly is her deal then she gives this big uh speech at the end about how she's like 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 you kind of understand her motivation that she wants to know everything about the world she even kind of i i, I don't know if this was intentional but she says something along the lines of i only know what i know and it's like wow so hmm. she's the best character in the show <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some would agree with that um but yeah and then at like the end of the season she has like this huge speech about how she wants to use Subaru and she wants to use his power so that she can obtain all the knowledge in the world and it's like this it, it's very fascinating it's just the the splendor in her speech and the way they present it is just really cool good use of the word splendor thank you this yeah. this Thanks. season kind of suffered uh some production uh takebacks yes. like so could tell some shading was off and Subaru's face was not good a lot of the time, but then they pulled like shit like this, like a full on 2D model in like a 3D space yeah. with 60. I'm like, I will take it. They, <laughs> I love it. They definitely, I think they optimized their limited time and resources very well because you, the scenes where it's like characters standing around talking, clearly they didn't give a fuck, but the dope scenes looked dope. Yes, exactly. that's cool. That's cool. You like it when a show is is smart about how it uses its resources. Yeah. Yeah. And the OST, I thought, was even better than the first season, too. Like the Roswell theme, I will download the second it's out. Mm, yeah. Did I'll be real. Like, you guys saying that, uh, like, no, I think... yeah, Maya Sakamoto has an incredible scene is definitely making me actually want to watch it now. <laughs> Group watch. Let's go. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, um, so, hmm. I don't know what what else to say. It's like, there's a lot that I kind of want to say, but I guess it's a lot of it is just like, well, we need the second half to to go further. Yeah, I will keep some thoughts to when it's over, really. Um, The most interesting thing is that, like, I think the the biggest problem, like the reason why I was so hesitant to appreciate the early episodes is just because, again, there are so many different things happening. And it gets kind of overwhelming. And I guess you kind of wonder, like, okay, does all is like, is all of this really necessary? But then you kind of find out later on that the whole point is that there are branching paths and things. And it's like the fact that there are so many conflicts is kind of the point and was like it's like set up to be this way essentially it's a pretty clever take about um challenging subaru's return by death where it's like all right we're gonna throw you into a situation where no matter what you do it should not be feasibly possible to do everything and that's the most interesting thing that's happening that sounds pretty cool because you know like I have a lot of negative opinions on the first season of ReZero, but I always thought like the concept of the plot seemed really cool and was like sure. invested in the mysteries and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm definitely willing to like give it a shot if it sounds like this season is where we start getting like payoffs to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It is and it sounds like that's what you're you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, otherwise, I would just threaten you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Fair. Guess we'll find out one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's, let's move on to Origai real quick. All right. Last anime on our list is the final season of Origairu. I assume only I have watched this again. Yep. Yes. 
Yep. No, I'm <laughs> on the sequel train. Well, it's already implied before it was a complete snore fest. Um, this season had a huge problem with lighting. I actually screamed every episode how bad the lighting was. Yeah, I remember like, seeing screenshots and I was like, yeah. yep, these the light is not it. Not only is like most of like for some reason a lot of this season is like in the what it was it called before evening before it really gets dark. Dawn? No, let's start a one. Uh yeah. Dawn? Oh okay. oh no, um yes. Got a one. Uh yes. <laughs> cool. Why is it not dusk? Is that not what you're thinking of? Is it dusk? Dusk yeah. or dawn? Dusk yeah. Is dusk, yeah. yeah, dusk is the nighttime one. Okay, so <laughs> dusk is very orange and like there yeah. are scenes where they're like under a light source, but there isn't really any light coming from anywhere and and there will be like objects in the background, like vending machines that just emit light at at, at what count that shouldn't be imaginable. I was like, who who made these decisions? And the whole plot is just moving at an agonizing snail pace. And again, this is another show I wrote a review about. Um, is this um how for reference? How did you feel about the first two seasons of Oregairu? Oh yeah, I think I mentioned this last time. But my backstory was I watched season one when it came out and liked it, and I recently rewatched both seasons. Um, I watched both seasons when they came out, but season two was always a little mixed on because I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. But recently I rewatched them and I came to the conclusion that I don't like them because it's rather cliche and predictable and awkward. And most recently I watched season one, so he can attest to that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was hilarious to watch on Twitter, by the way. I loved it. I'm glad you enjoyed so my, my pain and suffering. I, I hope you did. <laughs> That's always the worst thing to me is that it's not like it's not disliking anime. It's disliking anime that a lot of people really like. And it's like, man, I have good friends who's like whose taste I really appreciate. And it's like it shouldn't feasibly make sense for me to hate this this much. But well, I I'm do. One thing, about it. one thing, Maz, that I remember you saying when you were watching Origairu that I thought was funny because it accurately described me as well um, was saying that like, you you were putting your takes out there about how how much like you hated it and you were seeing people like popping off like yeah tell them and then you look at their <laughs> score and they gave it like a six or seven <laughs> and then i gave it a three yeah, yeah. right yeah, you're <laughs> um, on point. you match your takes which is really funny because that like describes me extremely <laughs> accurately and i don't really get why that is you know like i don't think it's that bad but it it gives me like a savage joy to watch people say that it's terrible. I think it's because we've seen such a degree of praise for this series to like the upteenth degree of people like unironically comparing it to Catcher in the Rye on the same level. And like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick, but yeah. come on. Like, I'm not trying to be that guy who's like, you can't call anime or manga peak fiction if it means a lot to you, but let's like hold the phone. Catcher in the Rye is one of the best films of all time. It's like an all-time classic. This is a light novel written by a guy who may or may not communicate with people outside his house based on his own tweets. Like, that's like <laughs> his own jokes of like, we don't know. And I'm like speaking in hyperbole, but like, 
I think it's just one of those series that we've seen such a degree of praise for that it's kind of like, yeah, I don't feel like I mesh with this. And even if I don't dislike it to the same degree as Maz or F, like it is kind of nice to see a change of pace to see takes that like I somewhat understand more than the overabundance of praise. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. You yeah. know, like, I don't think the show is a three, but I think it's closer than a three than it is to Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> I would hope most people would kind of agree with that. I mean, yeah. if it may, I'm, I see a lot of takes because I feel bad because, you know, we've, we've shared our opinions on it. We're all kind of on the same page to different degrees. But there's a lot of people who love the series. They feel like it really helped them learn important life lessons about, you know, opening up to communication with others, you know, not blaming them for their problems, you know, a lot of good lessons to be learned from this and it greatly touched their lives in a time when it meant when they needed that. And I'm like, that's really cool. And I'm glad for you. And I'm glad it meshes with you that much. I don't feel the same way, but it's fine. So I do feel bad for people, but I do feel worse for the people who had it mean a lot. And then they slowly fell out of love with it. And I think this last season to a lot of people was really kind of like letting them down for a story that meant a lot to them. And I saw that from a lot of like really big fans who were looking forward to it for a while. So for them, I feel really bad. Um, I don't know, just kind of disappointing. Yeah, and I think another. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you 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 talk. Okay, I was gonna say I think another element of of it too is for like every person who, like you were saying, Shaw says like, yeah, the show means a lot to me. Like it helped me like figure out some stuff about like communication and opening up to people and stuff. For every like person with a good takeaway like that, you see a bunch of people who are like, yeah, like Hachiman is so right that like oh, girls yeah. are the worst. Oh yeah, nice girls <laughs> are bad. Hate them. Yeah, yeah like t- yeah, like spot on. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um it was weird to me because I expected like everyone to love this season and me going mid 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 every week. I didn't expect to give it like a free, which I did end up giving it. But then when I f- finished it and gave it a free and wrote my review and then I got you cannot read my review and I agreed with my review and that was and I felt poor joy in my heart. Yeah, when someone's username is Yukino season and they agree with your three out of ten. Oh boy. No, that's, <laughs> kind of, that's not looking that good. That was, was just beautiful. <laughs> and I feel sad I feel bad for him because he, he loved it so much. But like the fact that he appreciated my review means a lot to me. Um yeah. for context, because you know some people will be like these clowns they didn't like Gorigaru to begin with what do they who cares what do they think um for context um our fellow podcast member Kavrick he loves the series he has I think at least season two at least in his like top 15 like he's a very big fan of the series for context he gave season one and eight season two and nine and then season three of five so (laughs) I'd say a letdown yeah so don't trust us, t- trust Kavrick. But if you're listening to this, you've probably already seen it. So, I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am sad, though. It's always sad when a show ends and you don't get a good conclusion for something you've been waiting years for. That's sad. You know, seeing Cav, seeing, hearing what you said about Cav, that like totally derails my main takeaway from Origaru that I was... Hmm. Well, pretend I didn't say that about Cav. <laughs> okay, here's the thing I think about Origaru. Um, so... The- um, the main reason why I actually watch this is because my friend Coolidge has been telling me to watch it forever. It's one of his favorite series, and it's where you—he's someone who I usually line up. Like our tastes are very similar. 
Um, so something interesting that he he told me one time is that I gave Toradora a 10. Um, and I haven't seen Sakura so. I think he gave Sakura so a 10. And then he watched Toradora and he gave it a lesser score. And he's told me that it's not necessarily that one is necessarily – it's not that one is better than the other necessarily. It's more like – your enjoyment of it depends on which one you see first. And that's kind of how I feel about Monogatari and Ore Gairu. And maybe you can throw in Bunny Girl as well, because people throw, um, compare those as well. And I Could feel like bring... a lot of, I feel like how much you enjoy Monogatari compared to Ore Gairu just depends on which one you see more. Because he, because Coolidger hasn't seen Monogatari and he loves Ore Gairu. I love Monogatari and I never saw Ore Gairu until recently. So I wonder if, that that's how I've always felt about it. I don't know if that holds I, up. I don't though. know. I don't know about that because you know, like I'll definitely like all day say that Yukino is like a bad Sinjogahara, but I don't think that Origairu is a bad Monogatari. I don't think mm. the shows really have anything in common with each other. Yeah, I was gonna say that, like we the comparison. <laughs> I do think it's an interesting point because they do get compared so often, and you uh-huh. see so many comparisons to the characters. So I think it's fair to say they all pull from similar tropes, so to speak. Yeah, but. I do think they go about them in different ways. But I think the reason some people like Uregairu is different from the reason other people like Monogatari, like mm. if that makes sense. Because I think a lot of people really like the group dynamic of Uregairu and the subtle, like not spoken, you know, relationship tension and about, you know, people figuring themselves out. And it's a lot more about that group dynamic. Whereas to me, Monogatari was always more about the individual relationships impacting Araragi. And it doesn't really have that same group dynamic. So I think there are reasons to like both to various degrees, but I think when it comes down to like presentation, it's kind of tough to compare the two when, you know, F is talking about how it has weird lighting and then, you know, almost every shot of Monogatari is like wallpaper material for different yeah. reasons. So yeah, you tell but, me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my 10 for 10 was like about it. Yeah, yeah. You made like that and that looked gorgeous. Nine by so, nine actually. Yeah. But I do think you have like an interesting point about it, Moz, because I do think people will come to appreciate different things depending on when, when, and what order they watch things in. Yeah, yeah the fear is definitely, definitely true to some degree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you do have a good point because I think all of us saw Monogatari first, then Origairu, and then Bunny Girl, and I think we all like it in that order. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, the the theory has not been disproven yet, at least by us. I like Bunny Girl more than Origairo for sure. Well, that just disproved my theory. So that ruins oh, no. everything. I just said it's all ruined. It's all done. Deleted. Shit. Control Alt Delete myself. Damn it. Um I want to talk about Shokugeki season five real quick. Um because I watched that. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who, who did, so that's why we didn't talk about it on the podcast. I comp- We completely forgot about it, or I completely forgot about it, so uh, whatever, it's fine. Um, I know doing a solo section like this probably isn't very cool, and um, and I've talked about Shokugeki a lot in the last few months, so it's like, you, you know, I'll, 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 basically the short version of this. Like, I'd, li- I'd like to elaborate this... Um, elaborate on this further in another podcast or um, like if I do my own video about it, which I would like to do someday. Um, But basically the short version is that this, the final arc of Shokugeki like throws out so many of the great things of the series. Like I know it's weird to think that a series about 
girls with clothes exploding when they eat good food can just somehow be so stupid that everybody hates it. But the thing is, Shokugeki was always a fun exaggeration. Like, it was a weird, exaggerated series that still had some semblance of logic to it. Like, you know, like, yeah, the reactions would be insane, but you're if they were still making actual food, you know? And one of my favorite things about the whole series is that they would they would actually give you the recipes of what they were making in volumes of the manga so you can make it yourself and that was really fun um you know so it was just a really exaggerated fun shonen and season 5 basically it turns into a shitty superpower series <laughs> like um so the main villain this new villain that they introduce his power is that he can touch a cooking utensil and whoever used it, uh, he will – this guy will gain all of the abilities that this guy that, – that, that its previous user had. So like he steals Soma's dad's knife and now has all the abilities of Soma's dad. That's literally just how it works. Just by touching this knife, he becomes uh, – he just gains all of these abilities. It's like it, – it makes no fucking sense. I know Shokugeki has done things like this in the past where chefs would have like weirdly specific skills. Like you'd have the guy who could copy other people and copy all of their skills, but he would be able to do this by literally stalking them for days and have this incredible attention to detail where, you know, he would just be able to project. He would just get so good at observing them that he could project himself as this other person person. So again, it's ridiculous. It's kind of nonsense, but it still has this thin semblance of logic to it. That's like, okay, you know, it's like, it, it, it kind of makes sense, at least a, a little bit, you know, this guy, again, just, he just grabs a knife and he's like, yeah, now I know everything that this other chef uh, can do. It, it makes no fucking sense. This v new villain, uh, this new villain is actually Soma's brother. Yeah, do you know that Soma has a brother now? Well, it turns out that um, Soma's dad took care of some kid when he was overseas. And uh, yeah, so don't worry. Uh, no, they didn't. You didn't miss anything. You didn't forget that they implied this at some point because they didn't. They never hinted at this. They never implied it at any point in the entire series. It's just dropped on us one day that Soma just has like a long lost brother or something. And remember Soma, remember Soma's dad? You remember how he was set up to be like the greatest chef ever and how Soma's always trying to surpass him well uh soma's brother just kind of defeats him in a in a shokugeki in a five to nothing victory off screen so we don't even get to see this happen it just happens one day so yeah that whole plot line of soma trying to surpass his dad that they've been building up since literally the first minute of the entire series yeah that's just thrown out the window that that never actually happens uh oh and in um Arena you know how like one thing i liked about Shokugeki is that it actually had some pretty good character development like Arena i like how they establish Arena as the bad bitch from the from the get go but they end up recontextualizing her character where she has this traumatic backstory where she was like abused by her dad and that's why she is the way she is and then she ends up growing with by um opening up and making friends with Soma and all his all of his friends you know like you know 
know how nice that was? You know how they built that up for four seasons? Well, that's just kind of thrown out the window as well. She just becomes bad bitch again, but in a much more straight-faced way, like not in a lovably um, kind of comical, fun way that they did in the beginning. No, she's she's just a bitch in this season because the god tongue, you know the god tongue where she just has this crazy sense of taste? Well, that's a literal curse, actually. The god tongue is a curse where it everything just tastes bad except for, you know, only the greatest things ever created. So no matter what Arena does, she can never achieve her pursuit of making good food or something for her mother who also has the god tongue. So yeah, you know her traumatic backstory and all that really contextual her character no it's it, she's the way she is because she has a curse that's what shokugeki is now it's a series of curses and shitty superpowers and you know how they made food you know how they made food and you can make it yourself well now this season has people making shit with fucking chainsaws and military grade explosives and fucking stupid uh pot juggling pots and crazy syringe machines that suck out blood out of meat that was my ps4 um yeah they probably use a ps4 at some point in this entire series you know nothing everything's on everything's on the table you know everything is possible in this series because nothing makes sense anymore nothing makes any fucking sense at all uh they bring in these new side villains who are like these really shitty akame got kill ripoff characters um it's not good none of it is good none of it is fun uh, it's really bad and it sucks and it's still with all the terrible presentation that they've had for the past you know three seasons or whatever so the show doesn't even look good and the story has just completely gone down the toilet it's just really bad now so that's why um if any of that made sense at all um then yeah now you understand why why shokugeki got really bad in the final arc like this is it's just it's literally just a sudden drop like season four was great i really like season four in fact story-wise i think season four was the best that shokugeki has to offer and in the manga like easily best arc of the best content of the whole series right there so if you like shokugeki if you watch the first season or two and you're like oh i haven't caught up to it but i hear it gets really bad at the end watch the first four seasons or read the first 260 chapters of the manga because that's all still good. It's just that this season just like kind of comes out of nowhere. It's totally extra and it just ruins so many things. I, I still stand by what what I've said before where season four really feels like it was the true end of the series. And then season five is like the creators of the manga trolling everybody. Like, let us die. Let it end. It's, it's over. We shouldn't have to do this anymore because it's just so unfair unfathomably bad it's so it's so unfathomably unfathomably bad it's just so so it's just such a sudden and such a sharp decline that it's like how can this happen i don't know i've I've said this a lot uh, in the past and i think i've made my point so shokugeki bad Uh, the one thing i'm kind of surprised is that it is generally agreed upon that this was a bad season that this was a lot worse than you know the rest of shokugeki but i still see a bunch of people giving it like fives and sixes i think that this shit just deserves a one it's just fucking bad there's nothing good about it it totally ruins the whole series uh and it makes me want to die just like everything else in 2020. 2020 has ruined everything. It's also ruined Shokugeki, even though this part of the manga happened last year and the year before, but whatever. Who cares? Um, yeah, so that's it. That's why Shokugeki Season 5 is bad. Okay, bye. All right, well, on that note... Wait, I have one more. We just have oh. one more thing to Ooh, say. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Because you guys, at the, first I was like, 
Okay, so who wants to go first with this? I just have I have the thing to quote. Okay, greatest anime of all time. The Pokemon music video that was oh, released this. recently called Gotcha. Um, so like I think when people hear like Pokemon music video, they'll be like, okay, we get it. You guys like Pokemon. Who gives a shit? Everyone needs to stop listening to us and go watch the music video. I swear to God, because it is probably an all-time favorite music video across all music mediums, all of the genres. It's just, like, the best thing ever. If you've been having a rough year, just go watch the bit music video right now. You'll feel happy. Just yes. do it. And if you don't trust gotcha me... Gotcha literally trust... cured coronavirus. <laughs> it didn't cure coronavirus. But if you don't believe me, trust the number one reviewer, Mozilla Fennekin, when he says... When art was invented in My Hero Academia by Walt Disney in 1690, his exact words were, I have created art because one day a mu Pokemon music video will be created and will make Mozilla Fennekin shit his fucking pants. That's pure that, poetry. Like, I'm pretty sure Moz <laughs> is the writer of our generation. I'm not being ironic. Like, that's the best sentence I've heard all year for the best anime I've seen all year for the best music video of all time. We're not worthy. Thank you, Moz. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, and the song is by Bump of Chicken. So, like every time they make a song, you're like, song "Wow, I'm going to cry." This is the best thing I've heard. Feels for days, you know. Like it's just the most amazing fan tribute I've ever seen because all the callbacks are amazing. Like it's it's like two minutes, and they call back to every single individual thing about the entire fucking Pokemon series. It's amazing. I don't know how they did this. I don't understand like the the two thousand IQ that must have gone into planning this whole entire thing and finding ways to shove everything in, as well as new things. They have they 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 make their own new characters, and they have tons of personality. And I want to watch an anime series about them. Please make an anime about them. And it's by Please Studio Bones, it. who is one of my favorite studios. Uh, they might it's just time be my for favorite Act studio. Retire. Now. Give us the music video duo. Yes. Um, yeah, we watched an anime about them. Yeah. And I'm not even like as into it as Moz, but I started crying after like the tenth watch. It was very Aww. embarrassing. That's no, weird. it's not odd. It's weird. Don't don't encourage me. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, no, but it's so good. It's so much fun. It makes me happy. I hope I everyone like, watches yeah. it. I wish the I actual like everyone... Pokemon games were this good. Yeah, I saw everyone on my town me freaking too. out. I was like, okay, I'll watch it, and then I like. Cynthia and Red and Blue showed up, and I was like, ah, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> My friend was like, if only they put as much passion into Sword and Shield, but we should probably not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah. Uh... What it's worth, the, the Pokemon anime is generally, it's maybe not as good as this, but it is very, very good. I sometimes still, I'm still watching Sun and Moon because I've only gotten like 60 episodes into that. And every time I watch an episode, I'm just like, oh, anime is good. Uh, I like anime a lot. And I like Pokemon a lot. I just don't yeah. like the new games. And now, yeah. because we're not allowed to end on a good note, um, are we all are we all in agreement that this is probably the worst season of anime of all time? It's I almost don't want to give it that distinction because it's like it feels like a default win, you know? It's like yeah. it wins because it didn't show up. Yeah, and I feel <laughs> yeah. kind of bad because I saw some people just saying like, "Oh yeah, 2020 has been a pretty weak year for anime." And it's like, "Well, yeah, no shit." Like 
the entire yeah. world is under attack from a virus. Like, I don't even no know one's if having I agree a good with year. That. Like, people are like, oh, 2020 anime has been so bad. Motherfucker, we got Kaguya Season 2, which was better than Season 1. Well, actually, I don't think it was better than Season 1. I think um, it's better than Season 1. It's, it's, it's debatable, really. but it's very close. Ishizoku Reviewers, which I thought was great. Doro Hetero, which film. is a fucking Doro amazing Hedero. anime. That was a liked. Yeah. Um, we had... And this season uh, currently... This, yeah, Azokin was there. Um, that was a good show. Um, I thought the My Hero Academia this season, which came into 2020, that was really good. And this season, we've got fucking you. best anime of all time. This season, fucking Majo no Tabi Tabi, fucking <laughs> Witch Hat Waifu, amazing anime of the year, anime is saved. And everyone who hates episode three, um, you're wrong. Bad. I think and I we just got the- realized... The, the 2020 has so little anime coming out that I agree with most on most things. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, now that I think about it. That's nice. I, it, that's, it's good. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, and we do have the Pokemon music happy. video. So mm-hmm. I don't think it can be the best season by default because I like the post- Pokemon music video. Yeah, we, also yeah, in general. we will literally die next, like, 2020. What the fuck? 2021 winter, spring? I'm confused as fuck. What is the next season out of fall? Fall. Winter. Oh, fall and then winter. winter. We fucking okay, winter 2021 is like completely stacked. <laughs> we're all already done. we have 20 sequels and Horimiya. I oh mean, we'll God. see if all of these things actually stick around for that season or get... Yeah, good point. Trailer, but... It looks like a nightmare. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you could just tell me last season of Attack on Titan, like second season of Promise Neverland, second season of Beastars, and I'd be like, yeah. Promise Never Weekly coming back 2021. <laughs> that would be fun. Hell yeah. yeah. For me, it was definitely the worst uh, seasonal uh, year I've been around with, uh, which is a lot of years. But like, as as Mo said, it's kind of the default because nothing has come out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Yep. I still think it's the worst. <laughs> it's probably, like, actually, I mean, it's probably like actually the worst, but I don't know. I feel I mean, bad saying due that. due to extenuating circumstances, sure, uh, but... Mathematically, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah, let's go sure. that way. We Gibiate bringing it down by default. I, I still I still personally think the worst season was summer 2017 because even though it had Princess Principal and Made an Abyss, that was the season of anime strikes, so we couldn't even fucking watch them normally. Yeah. So at yeah. least we had that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like a random actual like I know, you know that was normally... the season with Kakega really, so it was it was great. <laughs> <laughs> There are definitely some seasons that were like, you know, they actually gave, they actually tried because they didn't have a worldwide pandemic, and I didn't okay, think they actually, were good in our But wait, way. that was also no, the Mazi, season. Right. Of fight. Season it was also the it season of Fate Apocrypha. Yeah. Oh girl. And Isekai's smartphone, bro. Yeah, no, you're right. This it, was, that was a, oh god, this was such a bad season. <laughs> you win. Anyway, sorry for interrupting. Oh, like the only good show. Oh no, and it had a Wari second season. So that bumps it back up to being good. Oh, wait. I remember... Okay, I have really fond memories of us recording this episode, so I don't feel, find it as bad. Because I remember us talking about Koi to Uso. Like, no one gives a shit about that. I liked that, that one. That was a funny show. I, I think yeah, you get... Yeah, that, pretty... that opening was pretty catchy. Oh, I just they said NTR Trap. Oh, my God. The prequel to Citrus. Let's go. <laughs> Actual goat season, Moz. You are wrong. NTR season... walked so Citrus could run. 
<laughs> that's so true. true it actually hurts it's so true uh, oh my god that's i got some funny screenshots from that i should post that oh well yeah, I All think right. we should pack up soon. Let's pack up. Time for yeah. to go to bed. It's amazing that we actually had a two-hour discussion about this season. We yeah, do this every time. We do this every time. Yeah, I guess every so. Famous we last words, it'll only be an hour. You give us six terrible shows to talk about, we will fill two hours. We will. I mean, we're just for so passionate about how much we hate Rent-A-Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mostly... We did, like, spend an hour on that shit. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah, uh, yep. thank you for listening to us complain for two straight hours. <laughs> it was a very negative podcast, I apologize, but whatever. But we love you, and we love everyone here. Yes, thank you Next, very love much you. for all the support. Um, fall impressions coming soon, hopefully, where I gush about witch hats for two hours. Look forward to it. Two two remofos. Woo! That's nice. it. Nice. And um, done. Epic. Yep. And on to the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah, bye. Well, I'm not leaving just yet. All right, <laughs> gang. Let's start let's start let's start let's start watching fall anime right now. <laughs> Hell yeah.